can do. Father God, have your way right now in the name of Jesus. Every shackles that are bound the feet and hands of anyone here, including myself, we command those shackles be broken in the name of Jesus. The invisible chains and shackles that have bound anybody here, we command be broken tonight in the name of Jesus, the Son of God. Lord God Almighty, I pray you repair every emotional damages in the lives of any woman or man here in the name of Jesus. Lord, we need you every day, every moment, every second. So I pray, oh God, that you will never lose touch of who you are and your presence in the name of Jesus. Lord, I bless your name. I glorify your name. I thank you, Lord, because your mercies never fail. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Coria Bashantari Capello Santo. Let's observe a moment before the Lord and just thank Him. Thank you, Lord. I love you all, the love of the Lord, brothers and sisters. I love you all, the love of the Lord. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. Father God, I'm going to share your word right now. I pray, O oh God, Father, that as I'm sharing your word, that you speak to me and everyone here in the name of Jesus. Every uh, yoke upon someone here tonight be broken in the name of Jesus. Whoever is under any form of manipulation, I command the power of God to set you free tonight in the name of Jesus. Blessings for homes, receive it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right. All right, the, the word that God has given to me to share with the women today for this women's outreach is discernment 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 is very key in the body of christ discernment is a function of the work of the holy spirit in your life the holy spirit is a spirit sent to bring you discernment and with that discernment you're used to you're meant to exercise that discernment to guide your path discernment is like a gps or a signal every time you get that signal you make the adjustments Every time you get that signal, you think about what is being said. Every time you get the signal of the Holy Spirit, if you don't have the signal, it's because you're not sensitive to the Spirit of God. Let's go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 12, verse 10. And some of us are not walking in that discernment that we need. Discernment comes through the Word of God. We're talking about spiritual discernment now. Okay, A woman can discern many things because she's given certain reasoning abilities by God all right so also a man can discern many things also that's natural discernment you can discern when a child is sick you can discern when a child is in, in hungry all right um, I decree your struggle with any whatever you're struggling with my sister um, I command that uh, struggle be removed tonight by the power of God in Jesus name amen hallelujah First uh, Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8. Let's go to verse 7. It says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. So God can speak through someone to give you a word of wisdom. Okay. A word of wisdom is to direct you when you are, you are engaging in spiritual and physical folly. When you've turned away from what God has asked you to do, or you're not following the true path or calling a position that God has placed you in. 
to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit. Word of knowledge comes where you're making decisions. It also comes to uh, give uh, understanding to people. Every single day you turn on the TV, there is uh, knowledge that's being given to you, but that knowledge is earthly. The word of knowledge that we receive from the spirit is, is a spiritual knowledge that guides our spiritual actions here on earth. Okay, guides your spiritual decisions to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit. A word of knowledge can come to a brother or sister when it comes to marriage. It can come to come for concerning your relationship. It can come concerning your business. It can come for whatever reasons. To another faith by the same spirit. Okay. To another the gifts of healing by the same spirit. To another the workings of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirits. To another kinds to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, but all tongues, excuse me. But all these worketh at one and the self same self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of one body, being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, that means if you're free or in bondage, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. Hallelujah. So, let's go back to that verse uh, 10. So he said, another the work in the miracles, another prophecy, another discerning of spirits. It's very important. The Bible says in the last days that um, many will turn away from the truth. Many will be taken by seducing spirits. Okay. It says here, mark that scripture right there. It says in the scripture to another discerning of spirits. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. Okay. The uh you need wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. Okay. The blocks for discernment is wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. The foundation for you to receive discernment is founded on the wisdom, understanding, and knowledge of God's word. Daniel and his friends had three uh I mean had excellent wisdom understanding and knowledge okay the purpose of having discernment is to sharpen your decisions okay some of you need more time to spend in god's word shutting away all the distractions shutting away all the lies discernment is to be exercised so it becomes sharpened and sharpened if you don't exercise the discernment of the Holy Spirit, then you will not be able to respond spiritually. You respond to every situation physically. There are some things where you find yourself doing things you don't want to do. When you come to the fullness of the knowledge of Christ, you realize that, wait a minute, why am I doing this? All of a sudden, your, your, the wisdom of God begins to flow into you. The knowledge of God begins to flow into you. The understanding begins to flow into you, whether directly or indirectly, whether directly by the Holy Spirit or maybe by signs and symbols that God uses because God still speaks. He has not changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay? So, uh, it's very important for us at this hour to just bear with me for a moment. I was trying to... Excuse me, my sister here. Uh, I was trying to... Uh, highlight your comment for some reason, sister, and then it muted you by accident. Sorry, um, Diana. 
So discernment is necessary as women of God. We need to discern spirits. There are many spirits. There are spirits that pretend to be of God. There are many spirits that are not of God. What are we discerning? Why do we need to discern spirits? Because different spirits have different purposes. Different spirits have different assignments, different missions. Different spirits have different abilities, capabilities. So when a ma someone calls herself a prophetess and she's prophesying, and I make it very clear, I'm not afraid to speak the truth. Okay, I'm not perfect, neither is she or anyone else here. Are you discerning the spirit of what you're hearing online? Can you discern what God is saying? Why is it that some people are discerning one thing about somebody, but others are not? It's because there is a measure of the wisdom of God, the knowledge of God, the understanding of God that you need to have to be able to discern certain things. I'll give you a good example. You go to the mall and you shop. You're happy, you're smiling, you're greeting everybody there. But your friend walks in the mall and is terrified and can see every demon and every spirit that is operating through different people in different times. Why? Why is that so? Why is it so? It's so because one person is more in tune with the Holy Spirit. One person is more aware of the sinful nature. One person is also closer to God than others. Discerning of spirits is very, very key in this last time of the end time of this age. The Bible says in the last days, many false prophets shall rise. Okay. Um, it's very important for us to keep our minds and, and focus on God and desire to follow God. Okay. Follow God the way we should follow Him. Okay? So, if God says He loves righteousness and He hates unrighteousness, how are we going to know the difference between righteousness and unrighteousness? The first thing we're going to know is how we're going to know is through His Word, right? How would Adam and Eve, how would Adam not, ask yourself, how would have Adam known not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? He would have known because God gave him the Word. So if you're going to get discernment, you have to drink from the fountain of God's word. You have to be immersed in the fountain of God's word. You have to be dedicated in the fountain of God's word. Someone is getting a promotion and divine elevation, receive it in the name of Jesus. Every crab spirit or lobster spirit that is a uh, 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 crab spirit that is attacking or afflicting someone here, we command right now the fire of God to consume them in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Whoever is under a bondage here, we command right now be set free in Jesus' name. So someone is proclaiming to be speaking of God. You cannot be claiming to be speaking for God, but you don't accept fully what God's word is saying. A bitter fountain does not give sweet water. Okay. So there's a so-called prophetess trending online, which I believe is a distraction from the enemy. Prophesying many things. But my spirit in discernment Watching this person, my spirit did not agree with what the person is. The spirit that is operated is not what they're prophesying that matters. It's the spirit that is in that person. Is that spirit that is dwelling in them really connected to God? Is it of God? The devil can prophesy. The devil is their demons of knowledge. 
Okay. They are demons of knowledge. And these demons give knowledge and wisdom and access to whoever it is that they can use. Whoever is vulnerable to their control. Okay. Whoever is vulnerable to their influence. Whoever is vulnerable to, uh, uh, to, to be uh, possessed by them. Spirit of divination. Okay. When the disciples were going to a city, there was a woman. There was a young woman who was possessed by demons. Okay. The soothsaying lady. Soothsaying is the is it involves divination through um, psychic means, psych, psychic abilities, um, through direct consultations with demons. Okay, um, also being in, inheriting um, some abilities that are not really of God. Okay. Not every spirit is of God. That's why you need to be sure that you're operating in the spirit of God. When you're operating in the spirit of God, there will be confirmation. There will be uh, assurance. There will be a weakness that you're operating in the spirit of God. Many times we've been on the live and people have come on the live. And because they have the spirit of discernment, they're able to discern that the spirit of God is on the live because they feel the peace of God. Yes. Uh, this uh, The other accounts are currently not active right now. So... That I'm being censored because I was preaching the gospel. And I don't care. And I know I'm being targeted as well, so it's okay. Um, but their target will not touch me or, or harm me. I'll keep speaking the word of God. Okay. So um, let's go to Acts chapter 16, verse 16. It says, And it came to pass as he went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. Okay, so you have to be very careful. Oh, sister. Oh, brother. Uh, uh, God, something is going to happen in your life. Many times I've had people prophesy to me and say things to me, but I just nod my head and listen. But I, I say, God, if this is your will, let it be so. If it's not your will, then I don't accept it. There's a level of walk with God whereby before people come to you with those kind of nonsense or mess ups, you will... Um, know ahead of time. You will know ahead of time. The Lord will reveal it to you before the time. Okay? There's a level of anointing through the Holy Spirit where God will reveal things before it happens. He will reveal encounters to you before it happens. He will tell you to what to say before it happens. And say, okay? He said, it came to pass as he went to pray, a certain damsel, as he went to pray, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination. Possessed. That means that she's not... She's not uh, free. She's in bondage. Met us, which brought her masters much gay by Susa. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. So Paul and the disciple here were, were encountering this, making having this encounter. Some of us, when we encounter stuff like this, we ignore them. I believe that we should not ignore it. In a, in a way of ignorance. We should ignore it with wisdom. We should not ignore it in ignorance. What do I mean by that? You go to the mall and someone says something to you. Or say, I see the light inside of you. Or they say, oh, you got a lot of energy, good energy around you. You heard what they say. Silently rebuke and bind a demon or spirit that is watching you. Because you don't know, understand what the spirit that is possessing that person is trying to do. 
They see the light, but they cannot get into the light. They see the light, but they want to kill the light. If you have discernment of spirit, you realize that when people are like that are saying things to you like that, you have to use discernment of spirit. Is this of God? Say, hey, how are you doing, brother? God loves you. Jesus loves you. Are you a believer in Christ? Have you accepted Jesus Christ? If you say that and they shrink or shrivel away, you know that it's not from God. That is the way to discern spirits. Using the word of God as your guide. Using the word of God as a weapon. Women lack discernment a lot because of what happened in the Garden of Eden. It's not a sexist thing. It's just strictly in the Bible because the devil really did a great damage to the woman. But through Jesus Christ right now, we have you have victory. But that victory has to be maintained and sustained only when you abide and submit fully to the Lord Jesus Christ and the word of God through the seal given to us in the blood of Jesus empowered by the Holy Spirit. Do you have discernment to understand that when your husband comes home and he's suddenly angry or, or he's sparky or he has a certain kind of behavior that maybe, just maybe, he could be under some kind of influence or affliction? Just maybe somebody has cast a spell on you and him because maybe he's jealous that you married a handsome brother or a brother or sister that is filled with the Holy Spirit. If you have the discernment, will you just use that discernment instead of reacting and acting and responding to whatever is going on in the flesh to respond in the spirit and go on your knees and bind that spirit or demon and ask God to remove anything that's over and break any spell, break any incantations and ask for deliverance. God wants to work something amongst the women here tonight. That's why this message is coming. We started a 31-day fasting and prayer on the 31st uh, of, uh, um, I mean, excuse me, on the first Sunday of, of uh, January, uh, January 2024. Stop listening to people who say they're of God, but they don't, they're not of God. One time I was watching a pastor instantly, many years ago, two or three years ago, not this pastor or a so-called individual apostle, is very prominent. This person is very prominent. The moment I started watching instantly, the Spirit of God says, turn it off. As soon as I, I refused to turn it off, I began to feel oppressed. Then when I went to lay the bed at night, the Spirit that is operating in that man tried to steal anointing or oppress me in the Spirit. And I realized what God, I mean, what God was showing. And I asked God for mercy immediately. I said, God, I'm really sorry. Not every spirit that it is that says is of God or confesses that Jesus Christ is, I mean, that says it's of God, excuse me, is of God. One of the ways to test the spirit is when you're hearing something, sometimes the devil will come to me. I'll give you a good example. One time the devil came to me to try to deceive me. And before he came, I knew that he was coming. So in the spirit realm, I heard the devil trying to lie to me and tell me to do certain things. So I said, Whoever you are, whatever you are, confess right now that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. There should not be any hesitation if that spirit is of God. There was a hesitation and I said, you devil, the Lord rebuke you now. And instantly his camouflage came off and then he ran away. This was in the spirit. Okay. Every time you pass a test, there is a crown for you. Every time you fail a test under Christ because of his grace, there is still victory for you. There is still opportunity to be victorious. That's why I love that scripture says, uh, if a righteous man falls, the Lord will raise him back up again. I'm not saying that you should willfully fail. That's not what I'm saying. I'm helping you to understand and see that through grace, no matter how many times you fall short, 
through the grace of Jesus Christ, you and I are able to overcome whatever trickery the devil is bringing to us or to you or your loved ones at any moment or any point in your life. There are many, 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 many people online who claim to be deliverance ministries, but they're operating with a false spirit. Sometimes you have to go through the fire to understand what God is saying. Okay, so when I was, when I was, uh, um, when I was going through, I just posted a link for you, my brothers and sisters on, I don't know if any of you can see it, uh, guys, to be able to see, I don't know if anybody has seen that right now. Um, just bear with me for a moment. And I don't know if you can see the link anyway. Um, I, 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 as I was, as I was preparing for this live this evening, all of a sudden I was, uh, something popped up on YouTube. Let me see. Um, did any, can any of you see a YouTube link that I just posted? I don't know if any of you can see it at this moment. Um, I, I, there was a link on YouTube that, that popped up. Okay. Uh, okay. Someone says no. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm just bear with me for a moment. The reason why I want to share this link is because it's very practical. Okay, so I'm going to ask Sister Jennifer, can you post? I'm going to message you the link right now. And I want you to post it on Instagram for those of those who are Instagram. This link I just sent you right now in the message, just post it on Instagram. And then I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going to see if I can find Sister Diana on f Facebook or whatever platform she's on, excuse me. I'm going to send you the link that I want you to see if you can post it so people can see it. And I want you all to watch that uh, YouTube link. It's very practical and it shows you how to have discernment. The reason why I wanted to show it with you guys is to sh help you to understand discernment. Discernment is key. So I'll give you a little bit of a, a insight. I won't. I won't spoil the whole thing for you. I'll give you um, an insight. So I believe whoever it is that owns this account, they made a a, a cartoon, a Christian cartoon, and it says there it teaches you how to spot and recognize witches and witchcraft wherever you go. So I'll give you a good example. In one of this, in one of these scenes, in this um, video. There is a scene where the lady is going to a job application, a job interview, excuse me. When she's going to the job interview, she prays to God, asking God to give her a favor. When she gets the job, she got I me, mean, she gets to the job interview, she gets hired. Then she's introduced to a lady, okay, named, I think is it Anna. She, her name is Debbie, the sister that prayed, her name is Debbie. And for the sake, just for example purposes, and the other lady's name is Anna. When they get to the job, when she gets to the job and she's introduced to her desk, um, suddenly she begins to have a headache. So she's wondering, God, where is this coming from? Why is this happening? So she's having the headache while Anna is present with her, talking to her about her job and trying to get information about her life. As soon as uh, Anna leaves, this this the atmosphere or the area where Debbie is sitting by her desk. All of a sudden, the headache goes away. Instantly, Debbie realizes that something is off about Anna. So she begins to pray 
right? She begins to pray and and ask God to deal with whatever it is. That is called discernment. How many of you times have a headache and you say, oh, I have a headache, 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 and you don't think for a moment there could be a spiritual reason? <laughs> Whatever you have something happening to you, I said it to someone here earlier this evening. I said, your five senses are the basic levels of discernment. Your, the five senses that God gave you are the basic level of discernment. As you advance in the spirit through the word of God and you're maturing spiritually, whether through time or by your spending time with the Lord, um, your basic uh, uh, senses will be enhanced. And you begin to have extrasensory perception of the Spirit of God. Sometimes, I, many times when I'm ministering, all of a sudden, I'm aware that the cherubims and the four living creatures are present. Okay? So she was having a headache and then it, she, the Holy Spirit revealed to her in that little clip um, that it was Anna. Anna was a witch. For a little bit, she couldn't accept why and how it was possible that Hannah could be a witch. So she kept praying and then she felt okay. And all of a sudden, she began to have memory issues. She forgot where she put her things. She began to lose things. That's a sign of witchcraft. When you're losing things that are important unnecessarily, or you notice there's a deficiency in your memory, in your capabilities, you know, everybody knows their mental capacity. That's why it's very important that you don't allow any doctor, any, any psychologist to tell you what your mental capacity is because it's a form of witchcraft. Demons can speak at that moment into your mind. God has never given anybody the ability to physically uh, uh, label your mind or your consciousness because it was created by God. Yes, there are deficiencies in the physical ability with mental capacity. But look at what happened to Daniel. The Bible said that Daniel was almost 70 years old, 70 years old, and his natural force was not abated. Let's go to the scripture real quick. I want to show it, with, show it to you so you can see. It. I know I'm, I'm going here a little bit. I'm all over the place, but it's not me that's doing this. It's the Holy Spirit. It's kind of like opening, opening multiple books. So... Um, Hannah and that, uh, excuse me, De Debbie begins to pray and all of a sudden she accidentally opens up the locker of Anna, thinking it was her locker. Okay. And what does she see inside Anna's locker? Why is it that she's opening up Anna's locker? God permitted Debbie to be afflicted or allowed some of the witchcraft coming from Debbie. I mean, come from Anna. So let's let's pause for a moment. The headache happened. Debbie prayed. But Debbie did not realize that the spirit of witchcraft was operating in Anna until a certain moment. During that time, Anna is casting uh, hatred or envy against Debbie. Which has resulted in that curse to bring a headache. The headache is God's signal to to Debbie that something is off because when someone is speaking against you, they're speaking against your crown, they're speaking against your positioning, they're speaking against your the, the blessings that God has for you. 
Sometimes it could be your feet. You feel like arrows are being fired at your feet or you feel strange movements in your body. That's because somebody is projecting something against you or spirits are projecting through someone against you. That's why you need discernment. For you to get discernment, you need to feel the Holy Spirit. I'll make it very clear. I'll say it three times. For you to be get discernment, you must be filled with the Holy Spirit. For you to get discernment, you must be filled with the Holy Spirit. For you as a man and woman of God, you must be filled with the Holy Spirit. You must be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And if you've not been baptized with the Holy Spirit, then you read the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4 and we'll pray for you. Okay? And you'll receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Or you ask God to fill the Holy Spirit with fasting and prayer included. Okay, the Bible says in Acts 2 verse 1 to 4, it's the end of the day of Pentecost, the, uh, the, children, uh, the, the disciples were gathered again in the upper room. And there came a, a sound of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the room where they were. And there came clothing tongues of fire. And sat on, sat, sat, sat on their heads. Let me find that scripture. And they came close to the fast and they began to speak with new tongues. Okay. And uh, that is the fulfillment of the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Deuteronomy chapter 34, 7 says that Moses was 120 years, when, 20 years old when he died. His eyes were not dim, nor his natural force abated. Okay. Um, in the book of Daniel, I'm trying to see where I can find it. The book of Daniel. It says in the book of Daniel that Daniel was seven years old and he had excellent wisdom, understanding, knowledge. His brain capacity was beyond human ability. He was not diminished. So that means there are some things that are happening in your life that is spiritually caused by witchcraft, spiritually caused by demons, spiritually caused by people around you who don't want you to be prosperous. There are principalities that rule in every city, in every country, in every nation. And because they rule in those places, you must exercise the authority. So in that video clip, um, for some reason, Sister Diana, I don't think they're allowing it to be posted. If you want it, you can message me on Instagram for if you guys want it. And I can send you the link. I really, I really appreciate it if you can find it. Or maybe I should just, uh, I think it's best that you just message, message me and I'll send you the link. For some reason, they're not allowed to be posted. So let's get back to that uh, scenario. So... Um, Debbie's, Debbie's on the, on, Debbie is praying and then the friend leaves and then headache goes away. Then after a while, she begins to have memory issues. And during that time, she's having memory issues. Anna, the witch at the job, is speaking hatred against her and seeking to take her out of her position. Speaking evil and negativity. The Bible said there's power of life and death in the tongue. If you feel tied, my sister, I command you the tie on your feet for to be broken in the name of Jesus. So Debbie prays and all of a sudden she accidentally opens up Anna's locker while looking for her things. So the witchcraft that's being projected from Anna is beginning to weaken and diminish and impede the intelligence and the consciousness of wisdom, the natural consciousness of wisdom that uh, Anna, Debbie has been bestowed with by God. There is no reason why Debbie should forget where her bag is or where her belongings are. Okay? Some people, whenever you meet someone who's very touchy or sensitive to spirit, some people don't like to be around them. Why? Because the spirit is in that person that, does, that, does, that is, uh, doesn't like to be around that person is a deceptive spirit and does not want 
that person to be deserted like the other person. I believe that God gave Adam a measure of his all-knowing gifting. The all-knowing gifting of the Almighty God. So that means there was no way that Lucifer could have deceived Adam. So that's why Lucifer went to use the woman. The woman was created out of the body of the man from a bone. And because God specifically decided to use the woman's emotion to soothe and placate the uh, man as a helpmeet, Satan used that weakness against the woman and also caused the woman to be possessed. Eve was not discerning. She knew the truth, but she did not reason and discern rightly. Her discernment was shifted towards the serpent because the serpent presented something that was a counterfeit. When you're discerning spirits, you are exposed counterfeits. There's some people who are very anointed. They can spot someone who's, who's working outside of the spirit of God. Like I told you about this prophetess trending right now. Yes, she's prophesying about a lot of things. And yes, it's happening. But I found a video where she discredited the rapture. She claimed the rapture is not real. And whenever I was listening to her, I felt like she had this possessive spirit, a spirit that rubs off of people. I don't hate nobody. I'll be very honest and I'll confess that when she was trending, I was praying for her when she was talking about this bishop and whatever it is that's going on. I was praying for her that God will have, give her strength. And I said, I don't endorse anybody, but I pray for people. The Bible said we should pray for one another. I don't know what her life experiences are. Maybe something happened in her life that made her discredit a rapture. I don't know. Maybe she came to that conclusion or she willfully came to that conclusion. I don't know. But my discernment is I cannot accept somebody that claims they're speaking for God, but they have nothing to do with his kingdom or discrediting his work of his kingdom. What is the purpose of Jesus Christ coming? What is the purpose of the son being sent? What is the purpose of a heaven and a hell? If somebody claims they're speaking or receiving revelations from God, but they're discrediting the rapture. So my discernment based on the word of God without having to pray too much is that this person, I cannot accept this person on these grounds of the office of a prophet. A prophet is somebody who speaks for God, defends God's glory, defends God's honor, defends his righteousness and will never speak against God's word, will never teach against God's word. I'm just using this as an example. I'm not using this for any clout or anything. Second, the Bible says a woman should not teach or usurp authority over a man. I've noticed in some of the videos she's been teaching and doing a lot of teaching. That's a violation of God's word. You can speak God's word, you can share, but when you start teaching, the spirit of Jezebel is coming in. Jesus said in the book of Revelation, he says, I suffer not that which that woman called Jezebel. Let's look at it. To teach or usurp authority. The church is a representation of God's majesty. And in God's majesty, there is a hierarchy. In God's hierarchy, the hierarchy says that God is the head of Christ. Christ is the head of the man. And man is the head of the woman. Let's look in the scripture. The Holy Spirit is giving us multiple things here tonight. I want to open up that scripture for you. Okay, that's Revelation chapter 2, verse um, 18. 
It says, And unto the angel of the church in Thyatira write these things, saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto, a like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works, and charity, and services, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman, Jezebel. Okay. So, Jezebel is dead scripturally in the Old Testament. She died. But the spirit is who Jesus Christ is referring to here. The spirit is a woman spirit. Satan, Satan loved the nature of the woman so much. That's why he uses women in society, objectifies women. When a woman realizes that her sexuality is not for, for uh, um, the objectification as, the, as displayed on TV, she is discerning. There are many, many people who have been in the entertainment industry who did not go far in the industry. You never hear their names anymore because they came to a conclusion and had discernment that they're not willing to sell their souls for the devil. They're not willing to cross the picket line with the devil. They're not willing to sever and prick their fingers to sign blood oaths and blood covenants. Some of this has happened because of God's immediate mercy and grace and because there are covenants in our lineages that is preventing us from doing things we should not do. Divine covenants. The Holy Spirit is a spirit that teaches you all things, brings all things to your remembrance, opens your understanding. Okay. So thou suffers that woman, Jezebel, which calls, her, calls herself a prophetess. You have many prophetesses who are Jezebels and you have many Jezebels who are prophetesses. They are prophetesses that are anointed by God, but once they begin to walk outside of the fine line of God's word without exercising Holy Ghost discernment, they begin to operate as a Jezebel. I've seen it many times after time after time after time. The spirit of Jezebel is a terrible spirit. It's a spirit that it does, it doesn't, you, you cannot allow it to operate. Sometimes you have to sidestep that spirit because it's very, it can get very violent spiritually and physically. It will issue curses against men of God. It's the spirit and the embodiment of Lucifer himself. He said, Thou suffer, which calls itself, teach and seduce my servants. Teach and seduce. Look at the key word there teach and seduce. Uh, what is what is the what is a woman what what is the one thing you can say that a woman can use to seduce when you look at a woman what or a man what are the things that we use to seduce is it spiritual no the first thing is physical so some of these women will appear to be holy they wear head covering on or they paint their lips or they, they do something to make you feel that they are righteous or appear to be righteous. Satan seduced and beguiled Eve in the Garden of Eden. It's a mystery how this happened. Because he used the serpent. The Bible said that a serpent used to be a flying serpent. Snakes used to have wings. Okay. Snakes used to have wings. And before God cursed the snake. And the snake was colorful. More colorful, even more than a parrot, a tropical parrot. So that means there's something that Satan used, either the serpent or formed as a serpent, 
or camouflage the serpent, seduce the woman. To teach and seduce my servants to commit fornication and eat things sacrificed unto idols. Fornication is not just physical, it's also spiritual. When you're eating false doctrines and teachings, that is fornication. When you're accepting, uh, uh, when you're accepting false doctrines and teachings, that is fornication. You're eating and fornicating because you know the truth, but you're doing the opposite. And I gave her space to repent of her fornications, and she and he, he she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and then they commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death. Jezebel has children. Little Delilah's. And all the ch churches shall, I'll kill her children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am he which searches the reins and hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. But I say unto you, but unto you I say unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine and which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden, but that which ye shall, but that which ye have already. Hold fast till I come. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I, as I received of my father. You need God's power to operate in discernment. You need to be prayerful to have discernment open, the anointing of God to rest upon you to be discerning. And I will give him the morning star. And he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. I forgot that if you want to give, when I was praying over the tithe and offering, for those that you want to give, uh, you can do so through Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign targeted number four, Jesus Christ. PayPal is Joel8915 at hotmail.com. And Venmo is at targeted number four, Jesus Christ. Okay. So, um, let's go back to that uh, cartoon that I saw on YouTube. It's a Christian cartoon, and it teaches a lot of things. Um, so Anna now opens up the uh, locker of, excuse me, Debbie opens up the locker. Debbie is the Christian woman. Anna's, Anna's the witch at her job. There are witches in your job. There are witches in the hospital. I used to work in the hospital for 10 years, close to 10 years as a healthcare professional before God called me out of the secular, I mean, uh, healthcare industry. It's a secular industry. It's, a, it's an industry that's filled with witches. Their hospitals, their demons are actually there operating as human beings. I've seen demons operate at a hospital with my, with my spiritual eyes seen physically. There are demons that are assigned to help uh, maintain order for the satanic elites. If you don't have discernment and police officers come, you start feeling fearful. The Bible says God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. I remember the authority that God gave me, the discernment that God gave me. One time I saw, um, I saw, please message me, I'll give you the information. I saw, I remember one time I was driving, all of a sudden police officers come in. I just remember the scripture and I was feeling very fearful. This is many, many years ago. I was in college. I was driving an old, old uh old hoopty, if I can call it that, like an old vehicle, whatever that was given to me. And I said, 
I looked in the rear mirror. I said, in the name of Jesus, I bind the demon operating you in the name of Jesus. If you are a demon, I command you to remain in this vehicle now and do not get out of the vehicle. And I kid you not, the car had pulled up over me and I was waiting for him to come out. He didn't come out. He was about to get out, got back in the vehicle and drove away. That is what discernment and the anointing of God gives you. It gives you access to, to take authority over things. If I was not discerning, I'd be fearful. I mean, that moment of fear, I would admit guilt that I have done something wrong. Then after what I realized, there's a massive network across the United States of America, especially New Jersey where I stayed and New York. There's a massive network of a hive mind of demons that operate through the police force, through the CIA, through the internet, and through also the surveillance cameras all around you. I realized that there is a consciousness that connects every camera system, every surveillance system in public and in private. There is a consciousness that's connected to it that is not of God. When I began to have the discernment, I started getting targeted because Satan doesn't want his kingdom to be exposed. Even before I knew these things, I was already targeted. Some of us have been targeted by the devil before from the time we were conceived. Because the devil knows every threat that is going to come to his kingdom. All it takes is for one person to expose the devil, devil's kingdom hardcore. And Satan's kingdom will come crumbling down. And it comes through the word. So, when I one time I went to a store now, I went to a hospital, I went to see a loved one, and I sat in the lounge. All of a sudden, I began to feel arrows and arrows fired at my chest, my hands, my head. I was feeling very weak and paralyzed. And something just made my eyes. Some of you don't understand. God can speak through your eyes. God can make your eyes look at something. And you just think you're looking at it ordinarily. You think it's nothing. And something just made me look at the camera and up, up. And there was a camera there. And I knew instantly. I could feel in the spirit that somebody was projecting occult incantations and stuff. So I began to pray and I rebuked it. I got up. I walked up and down that lobby. Then I went to the bathroom after a little bit and I took authority for whatever reason. I, I don't remember why I went to the bathroom, but I came out and I took authority and I bound that demon. It wasn't long after somebody came up there and said, oh, uh, can we help you? That is discernment. Holy Ghost discernment. Sometimes you will know things about people. You will sense things about people. You will feel things about people and environments. I've driven through um, certain... One time God told me when I was driving, I can't remember where it was in New York. I think it was in uh, White Castle. I was driving through a particular neighborhood. God said, drive through here. I didn't want to drive, but I ended up driving through there for whatever reason. God made me miss the GPS, miss, make me miss my spot. <laughs> The GPS suddenly just rerouted me. All of a sudden, I found myself in that neighborhood. And as soon as I got there, I knew who was there. I knew the celebrity that was there that night. I also knew in the spirit, by the Holy Spirit discernment, that there were principalities there and there was a deep level spirit of death, fornication, and immorality, and, and it's lesbianism. So I said, uh, whatever. I drove out. Then after a while, God said, I'd let you get, drive through there so you can take authority. After a while, God sent me back there to harvest souls. At that time, I was in ministry. I didn't understand too much, but I was just, wherever God sent me, I would go. Remember they parking my vehicle that day and walking down that place and praying for people. 
I could discern when somebody is going through hatred. I could discern when someone's marriage is not right. How? By the power of the Holy Spirit. Remember, it is not you that does the discernment work. It's the Holy Spirit that does the discernment work. It is not you that is prophesying. It's the Spirit of God that is prophesying through you if you're connected to God's Spirit 100%. The Bible says, to whom you submit yourself to, you, you become a servant to. So if a woman or man is claiming to be a prophet and they're only submitted, submissive to God 80%, that means that whatever they're speaking, 80% of it will be of the word of God. The remaining 20 will be contaminated or whipped from a human spirit. And that's why we need to be always in God's presence. That's why we need to always confess our sins. That's why we need to always pray for one another. That's why we need to always fast. That's why we need to forgive one another, not be judgmental, but speak the word of God. All these prophets say, I prophesy, I prophesy. Prophesy what? Shut your big mouth up and let the Holy Spirit speak through you. One time I saw this young prophet, he's claiming he's a seer, 16 year old, because his father's a seer. And I seen a video of it, I said, This is nonsense. In my spirit, I knew there was nothing of the Holy Spirit inside of this young man. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit as a prophet, you should be humble. <laughs> Some people, they are prophets. God bestowed the gift of prophecy upon their lives. But while he's bestowed that gifting or being a pastor or servant, God, remember, God does not pick you based on perfection. God picks you out of your weakness. God used King David. Yes, King David committed uh, adultery. He was an adulterer. Some people say it that way. God is not looking for, because God knows that the devil is always going to come up against anything he created perfect. God already saw what Lucifer did to Adam. God made Adam so perfect. So God said, you know what? I'm going to let you keep striking them down, but I'm going to keep raising them up. I'm going to keep raising them up and raising them up and raising them up with my grace, with my mercy, with my power, with as much grace and power and, 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 and love. And you will keep getting defeated and defeated and defeated. That's why the Bible says if a righteous man falls, God will raise him back up again. Not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine, not ten, in uncountable. He said there are seven in scripture, but seven represents a per number of perfection. You go to you go to you go to one time I went many, many years ago. I didn't I wasn't even I wasn't as advanced as I knew right now. I was probably still in my teens. And I went to the store one day to purchase something from a store in New Jersey. As I stepped in the store, all of a sudden, I, I knew it was, a, I, I felt something. The girl that, walked, that, that works at the clothing store, suddenly something just remote controlled her to come towards me. And the first thing she did was take her finger and there was a funny, funny laughter. She took her finger and put it on my chest and ran it down my chest. And I said, blood of Jesus. Then she just shrank. It happened so fast so quick and I realized that uh, it was not her but the spirit in her a seductive spirit was in her that's why it's very important that we're careful and mindful who are we allowed to touch us one time a lesbian touched me on a job I was working at a job I was very I was very young and I didn't understand when I say very young, I was probably still, again, I was in college, early years of college, and she was there. I didn't know. And I always have to have all these feelings of like, just abnormal feelings, feelings that you will feel as a man, a man of sin. 
And I when I realized, wait a minute, she was trying to entrap me so that we could have she could have a threesome with her and her lover. I was like, no way. And I just prayed. I said, God, get me out of this. Some people are sent, and she came to that job. She only worked for a couple of, I think maybe a week or two. I realized, wait a minute, that's an assignment of the devil. <laughs> because after I prayed, I went home that day and I asked God to, to deal with it. And I asked my dad and some other persons to pray for me. I said, something happened on the job. This lady touched me and just brushed me by and I started feeling a certain way. And they said, no, 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 we got to pray for you. <laughs> and then she left. And I realized that was an assignment of the enemy. The devil has been trying to trap me. I've been harassed by people in the LGBT community for a long time. That's before I even started ministry. <laughs> On the job, and when I look back, I realize all these were setups of the devil to take me out, but it didn't succeed. The Bible says those that had God, those, are, those that belong to God, God keeps them. One time a sister got touched by a lesbian. Next, you know, she started having those tendencies. Before she knew it, she hired a she hired an escort service. <laughs> she was overpowered by that spirit. Discernment and understanding from a man of God will not judge that woman. Why? Because there is no knowledge that was taught at the church. You will judge the sin, but not the person. Remember that God hates, loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. So when you're operating under the Holy Spirit, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you're filled with wisdom. It's such a shame that we have to be at least a certain, maybe we have to be in our older years before we finally understand spiritual things fully. By the time we begin to apply the wisdom, understand knowledge God, for most people, averagely, they're already 50, 60, 70, 80. It shouldn't be so. It should be right from the moment you're young. Some of us have been exercising that wisdom from a young age. Somewhere here is getting healing for breast cancer, healing for your knees. There's some way God is blessing you with a child. Receive it in Jesus' name. I bind whatever demons are taking possession of someone's breakthrough in Jesus' name and cast it a bit of hell in Jesus' name. Amen. You realize that in the churches today, they don't teach you spiritual things. They don't teach you how to detect witchcraft. By the time the witchcraft has happened, so much damage has happened to you. So much warfare has happened. With all the knowledge of God's word, with all the understanding of God's word, I mean, with all the knowledge, excuse me, that God has given to his word, we're still deficient. Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. I'll give you this testimony. I was on my rounds. I was doing a clinical rounds for um, PSCG lab. It's a sleep lab. I was doing it at Robert Wood Johnson Hospital in New Brunswick. That night, I had to go three times in a night in a row to be in a sleep lab. I was excited because I've heard a lot of things about sleep labs. And there in the sleep lab, we were monitoring people's respiratory rates and breathing patterns and monitoring all kinds of dynamics. I'm not going to get into it. That night, I remember driving in my brand new vehicle that I had gotten not too long ago. I think it was a rental, not a brand new one, because I got the brand new after I graduated. Anyway, um, but I remember that day it was snowing. For some reason, I was the, the roads were very clear that day. And I, went, it, I was usually quiet in the spirit. I mean, in the physical. So I got there, parked in the parking lot, and I came out. And I entered into the lab at the hospital for my training. When I got in there, I heard some scuffling behind the door. I didn't pay too much attention to it. 
A white lady opened the door with blonde hair. I think she was blonde or brunette. Can't remember. She opened the door. Brunette. She opened the door. The one was brunette, one was black. She opened the door. She said, hey, how you doing, Joe? Blah, 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 blah. She couldn't look at me. I didn't pay much attention to it because my discernment did not peak at that time. So I put my things and I said, okay, stay. She said, stay in this room. We're not ready yet. And I'm like, what? Not ready yet. She said, oh, nobody has come yet. It's not yet time. Truly, nobody. I didn't. She said nobody was there, but I heard her talking to some patients. When, I, when she closed the door, I sat there and I just opened my little book and was just reading and studying. All of a sudden, I felt... It felt like a billion needles were piercing my head. That's how it felt like. A billion needles. Can you imagine a billion needles were projected from out of nowhere in the spirit realm and piercing your head? So I said, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus against this in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every time the rise against me in judgment shall condemn. I command the fire of God. That week I learned about how to use the fire of God. I command the fire of God to burn you in the name of Jesus. Whatever you are. I kid you not, it wasn't up to 30 minutes, I mean 30 seconds to a minute. This woman, the anointing of God arrested this woman and she came in the room. When I looked at her, she looked, she was red from the top down. She looked like fire burned her. She was terrified and scared of me. Later on, after the whole ordeal, the Holy Spirit said, do you know that was a witch? And I realized she was a witch. She was not only a witch, she was a high-level Satanist. Positioned by the devil, the kingdom of darkness. And there you go, you call yourself a Christian. You allow someone like that to put their hands on you without prayer. You allow someone like that to cast a spell on you, on him, on unseen spiritual realm. Discernment of the Holy Spirit helps you to discern the spirit so you can see into the spiritual realm or discern by the Holy Spirit. So that night I prayed, I said, God, whatever activities or mission these women are assigned to do against any children of yours, don't let it succeed. And you know what? That one patient that came in, I wasn't able to do that round. I was not able to complete that night. I mean, there was no patience that night. So I had to come back again. And for whatever reason, I remember I was supposed to spend three days in a row. I got checked off. The lady said, no, 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 we just check you off. Just show you a few things here. You know, no, later on you do it later. There's no patience, blah, blah, blah. They did not let me come back because they knew that the anointing of God upon my life... And the power and the discernment of the Holy Spirit exposed that woman. And I remembered when I do my rounds, I always fasted and prayed. So what happened was later on, God revealed to me that during the time they told me to stay in the room, the other ladies had gathered together. They knew about the anointing. They knew that the demons could not operate. So they gathered together in a circle and they drew pentagrams or whatever. And they were chanting incantations against me. Now, at that moment, I did not see what was happening because maybe at that time, God did not want me to see that because maybe I'll be terrified or he decided what he wanted me to see or feel. So God used my basic senses. I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I feel needles. I'm looking around, I don't see needles. I say, come on now, this can't be physical. This got to be spiritual. I was fine a few minutes ago. I came home, I, I came, I drove up and all of this and now I'm here and then all of this is happening. No. If you have the discernment of the Holy Spirit, you realize that every airport, every border crossing you go through, there are demons and principalities. You get to the airport and all of a sudden you're picked out for screening. All of a sudden they're rubbing your genitals when they're doing stuff. I remember one night the Holy Spirit of God came over me when I was traveling back from Florida, back to London. I think it was either one of the two, either from London to Florida or London, Florida to London. 
and the so it was in America. Yes, I remember going through. All of a sudden, the anointing of God just changed my voice, and I said to them, "No, you will not touch me." I said, I am a priest of God. I do not want, you cannot touch my genitals. I'm a priest of God. It's forbidden for any man, any other man to touch or pat me down. I don't know why I said it, how I said it, but I knew that the Holy Spirit inside of me spoke against that nonsense. So, okay, sorry, sir. Uh, we're going to have to take you to a private room. I said, yes, take me to a private room. Oh, we're going to have somebody uh, be there and watch, you know, blah, blah. I said, okay, go ahead. You know, at that moment when this happened, I realized that there were cameras all around. Somebody was watching. They wanted to see somebody, maybe some perverts were watching as people are being patted down and they're recording these things and putting it there. You know, a few days, a few years ago, during the time of Donald Trump, I'm not a politician. There was a lady that was working for the NSA. She got arrested. <laughs> On her, on her computer, she had almost a million pictures of the genitals of different men, which she had obtained by hacking into their cell phones and taking pictures using their cameras. That's why I tell you ladies and brothers, always cover your front and back cameras. They're pedophiles and people that work for the kingdom of darkness in the governments of uh, that run this world. If Satan is the little G-O-D of this world, what kind of discernment do you have to beat his deception? Is it the discernment where you go to church and the only thing you get is prosperity, prosperity, prosperity? You can't get discernment from prosperity. You get discernment through the Holy Spirit and through the Word of God. And they were looking at me terrified. After the pad, after they, they, they did, they said, oh, we're going to use my back, blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. Because I noticed before that time, many years after I've been traveling, when they started having that, every time, whether it's a man or woman that did the pat down or whatever it is, they, they touch my genitals, I'll feel a reaction. A spirit has been transferred. Something is being activated. A spirit is trying to probe in. That is discernment. And some of you brush it off. Oh, it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing all right, but some spirit probably just penetrated your, your body and is waiting to take action in your body. And she's not the only one that was arrested. She's not the only one that has done that. People in high-level governance who are staunch Satanists that work for intelligent agencies who are always doing this. I know this. Some of them take pictures of you. I've been through a lot of things I cannot talk about. Discernment is what God has given to every one of us. As a man, you should have discernment. You should be able to discern when your wife needs strength and prayer. As a woman, you need to be, have discernment of the Holy Spirit. We read in that scripture, the discernment of spirits. Are you filled enough with the Holy Spirit to discern that your children need prayer? Your children are crying. They're being rebellious. Your teenagers are rebelling against you. Do you not realize that there's a spirit behind that? Why is it that once your children turn to the teenage age, they become rebellious? Because that is the, the, the year or the timeline of every teenager, of most teenagers, not of every teenager, but most teenagers, where demons begin to come to oppress because that's the formative years. For some reason, I'm getting some remnant that prob that's probably the timeline before Adam fell. I'm not saying Adam was a teenager, but maybe that timeline or transition in the spirit was where that because why is it that it's always when it's the teenage age that's when uh 
uh, demons come to attack you. That's where you get raped or molested. That's where you get, you get introduced to pornography. Some of you don't realize there's a spiritual battle going on. You come on, you find your kids watching porn. Yes, I did it. Somebody brought it to school. Where they brought it to school, is not. It's, remember, it's not. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. There is a spirit that is working, that is introducing pornography, that is introducing stuff, that is introducing a lot of things into your life. There's some things that God that God allows the devil to to do against us or in us or through us. But the moment we have the discernment and we exercise that discernment with the word of God in victory, we're victorious. There is no mercy for the devil, but there's mercy for you and I. That is discernment. If you discern that, you understand that you cannot keep living under condemnation. The Bible says there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Do you have the understanding? The greatest thing that's missing in the house of God today is discernment. And the application of wisdom. We have knowledge to God's word, but we're not using the wisdom. We're not applying the wisdom. And we lack understanding. Very few have understanding. So that's why you see me when I pray for TJ. Some of us say, why is he praying for TJ? Does he like TJ? Or is TJ giving money? No. The understanding that God has given to me that he loves this man. He loves everybody. And yes, people make mistakes. But that does not mean that we should endorse their mistakes and validate their mistakes. Because when we endorse it, we're validating their sin. And that validation gives license for sin to have its course. And then people begin to lose sensitivity to the Spirit of God. And the discernment there is that you're allowing this person to continue to dominate and operate in God's house without any conviction of sins. The Bible says the Word of God is for reproof, for correction, for instruction. We've all done a lot of things we don't like to do or some of us don't understand. Sometimes you could be hypnotized some of you see movies where the hypnotist. I saw a video on Instagram. I don't know if some of you have seen that video. Where they, they showed a man hypnotizing people just by touch. And there you are watching that video. You don't have the guts to pray for your children. They tell them, don't let anybody touch you that you don't know. The man touched almost 50 people in the room. They all dropped out unconscious. The moment you're hypnotized, you're possessed. And the moment you're possessed, you have submitted to that spirit. Hypnosis is used by intelligence agents to hypnotize women. Do you have the discernment to understand? The Bible says we should not be ignorant of the devil's devices. Why is it that in churches that they're not teaching you about New Age? Or they're not teaching you the knowledge to fight against New Age occults. The knowledge to fight against hypnosis. The knowledge to fight against occult mind control. There are people that have the ability to make you do things you should not do. That's what the Bible says that submit yourself to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. I've seen a, a documentary where a CIA agent hypnotized a woman and had sex with her and, she, and then hypnotized her to make her believe it never happened. That's the same trickery of the devil in the Garden of Eden. Hypnosis, mind control is going to be the chief tools to dumb down society's discernment. That's why they're dumping food in your, they're dumping stuff in your food and your water. Is that not sorcery? When they put stuff in your food and water, that is sorcery. Do you have the discernment to pray over your food? And when you pray over your food, you don't say, just say, bless this food, oh God. No, you take authority. You say, in the name of Jesus, anything deadly or harmly in this food, I command it to leave now. In the name of Jesus, your word says, if I eat anything deadly, it shall not harm me. Do you have the discernment of the Holy Spirit? They're not teaching these things in the churches.
Do you have the discernment of the Holy Spirit to understand that not every man that approaches you has a good intention? And I want to make this very clear. I'm about to say something to you and I don't want you to take it personal if it applies to you or not. I don't know. There's so many women lately that young women are reaching out to me claiming they want kingdom spouse, kingdom spouse, kingdom spouse. And I tell them, focus on God, focus on God, focus on God. And all of a sudden, those sisters call me up. Oh, I met this man. He said he's my husband. But ever since he told me that, he said that God told me he's my husband. Ever since he told me that, I have no peace. I'm having these weird dreams. I'm, 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 I'm engaging in uh, stuff I should not be doing. I'm in fighting with the flesh, if you know what I'm saying, quote unquote flesh. I said, why would God send you a man and tell you he's your husband? And next thing you know, you find yourself in a cage. I said, the discernment there is that this is not of the Spirit of God. Anything that's not of God does not bring peace. Whatever God brings to you will give you peace. The Bible said, the blessings of the Lord make it rich and add it no sorrow. It is sorrow for you to have a trouble in your mind. It is sorrow for you to have uh, confusion in your mind when somebody is promising you and giving you something in the name of God. They're using the name of God as a cover to hide what it is that they're given to destroy you. They are gifts that can be given to you to destroy you. So you sisters out there, be careful what kind of gifts you receive. And you brothers out there, be careful what kind of gifts you receive. One time a sister received a pendant from somebody and that man placed a curse on that pendant because he wanted to marry and, and, and put her under bondage. And one day I told her, go look for that pendant. God showed it to me. She, I said, there's something in your possession. God revealed it by a prophet and a prophetess and also to me. Prophet and prophetess at an initial said, there is something she's in possession of that she needs to get rid of. I said, do you have any possession, any gifts from anybody? I said, yes. I said, there's a strange possession in your, in your possession. Get rid of it. Until she got rid of it, there was no peace in her life. How did I? And she said, how did you know this? I said, by the Holy Spirit. I said, but it's nothing. Oh, it's just a gift. Oh, nothing is attached to it. Yeah, nothing is attached to it, all right? You can't see it because you're blinded. You're blinded because you're not in the spirit. So God sent somebody who has eyes to see so that you can be free. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ said he came to set the captives free. There are some people that God has placed in your life who have spiritual wisdom, spiritual understanding, spiritual vision, spiritual hearing, spiritual feeling. And when they, God put them in your life, you need to submit to the anointing of God in their lives so that you can be free. Until you graduate, you are supposed to be under that anointing. But the church today, once you tell some people something, no, no, I don't like what he said. Oh, he's too much. Oh, you know, you're being uh, very superstitious. Oh, you're too religious. You're too religious, but you're living in a spiritual realm. You're in a physical body, but you live in a spiritual realm. This earth has demons roaming around in it. There are politicians and celebrities that are demons. Some of them are reptilians. Some of them are classes of angels called the greys. You see all these stuff in the TV, you think it's a, it's, a, it's a fiction. No, it's not a fiction. The Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. You think what happened in Florida is a joke? Why is it that they signed a non-disclosure and told all people in Florida, the, the intelligence agencies and the law enforcement signed a non-disclosure not to talk about what's happening? Because they, once people's discernment peaks about the spiritual realm, the hold and force of deception will be broken and people will no longer be under demonic control and the powers that run Florida will not be able to operate. The flesh is a suit. It's only a suit 
It's a corrupted suit through the devil's influence. The devil operates through the flesh. Do you have the discernment to understand? Sometimes you're, one time I was walking, all of a sudden I started feeling horny. I said, in the name of Jesus, I bind this holiness wherever it's coming from. I, re, I kept fighting and fighting and fighting. The devil kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me. Only for me to realize that somebody in the neighborhood was engaged in, in, a, in, a, in sex trafficking. And because of that, the environment was contaminated. So I realized it wasn't me that was willfully sinning. It's the environment that I was in that was bringing this. Or maybe the projections that's being projected. And as soon as I got the discernment, I began to wage war. And I asked God to either remove me from that neighborhood or dethrone the principalities and powers. Or ask, And it wasn't long before they packed their bags and left. Because most of these people operate with witchcraft. They operate with the call. They operate with sorcery. They operate with divination. There's somewhere there's a tumor in your body. I command a fire of God to destroy that tumor in the name of Jesus. Some of you go to church, you go to your, take your children to school and you don't pray over them. You don't teach them how to pray. There's a sister here, I won't mention her name. God has blessed her with wonderful children. They're always having dreams where they're fighting in the spiritual realm against demons. So I taught her how to teach them. And I prayed that God would teach her. She began to teach her children how to pray over their food, how to stop whenever they're playing video games. If they see something like a demon, they should not play it. Or call, call her mommy and say, mommy, I saw something how to address it. These children are not even up to the age of seven yet and she's teaching them these things. I told her, I said, your children are prophet and prophetesses. Wonderful kids. One time I got to pray for them one time. One time the Holy Spirit told me to tell some things personal for the mother, for the children. And she put them both on the phone and, they, and they, their response was so angelic. They responded to the Spirit of God in me and said some things about me that nobody would know, they would not know except by the Spirit of God. Why is it that children can sense evil? Because they have a discernment, a pure discernment. If you're going to have discernment of spirit, you need to be pure in heart. The Bible says, Blessed are the pure in spirit, for they shall see God. If you're not pure in the spirit, you see the devil. Some kids are bringing spirit box to a mall in Florida, and then they unleash a demonic entity. Those of you who have discernment know that this is not a joke. Why is it that children and young teenagers are messing with demon, demonic portals and open demons, opening up portals, drawing pentagrams, messing with the Uji board because they lack discernment? The church is supposed to equip everyone, young and old, about the devices of the enemy. Instead, all we're preaching about is doctrines of men, I'm right, he's wrong, she's wrong, she's right. Don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, do this. Where is the Holy Spirit in all the teachings? Where is the Holy Spirit in our prayers? Where is the Holy Spirit in our worship? Because if the Holy Spirit is in our prayers, Holy Spirit is in our worship, Holy Spirit is, is in, in the sermons, discernment will come. If we're all flown in the Holy Spirit, the pastor don't need to preach for more than a couple of hours. If you're in the Spirit, a pastor can talk for 10 minutes and you'll feel like he talked for 10 hours and you'll get more knowledge than anything. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. It says in the scripture, it says, and, the, and when they had prayed, the place where they were was shaken. Let me get to that scripture. The power of God wants to shake things out. Your discernment in the Holy Spirit is a weapon. 
Acts chapter 431, it says, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they speak the word of God with boldness. How did they know the place was shaken? Because they had discernment. How did they have discernment? Because they had the power of the Holy Spirit inside of them. How did they have the power of the Holy Spirit? Because they were baptized with the Holy Spirit. So as women of God here today, for the women's outreach, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit comes upon you when you're in submission to the Holy Spirit. It doesn't come upon you when you're submitting to yourself. When you submit to yourself, you submit to the flesh. Let's get back to that cartoon from YouTube that I was talking about. So Anna opens the locker. When she opens up the locker, she sees a talisman. She sees something called a pentacle. That's the first time I ever heard that pentacle. You look up the word pentacle online and click on images or either Google or Bing search. Some of you may have seen that symbology around you or somewhere. Or maybe somebody dropped something like that in front of your lawn or in your home or around you. A pentacle is a object that is depicting a pentagram. A pentagram is used to invoke demons and Lucifer. High-level Satanists and occultists and people that run this world use pentagrams a lot when they're doing rituals. They, that's why you see them gathering in a circle. And they form the sign of a pyramid. There are multiple pyramids or signage of a pyramid in a pentagram. There are pentagrams, there are hexagrams, and there are vexagrams. Their vexagrams are used to vex you. Pentagrams are used to summon or invoke your spirit. Hexagram is to hex you so that you remain in a state where you cannot break free from something unless the power of God comes, unless the, or the legal ground is removed. They use a lot of hexagrams against the whole world. When they're spraying things in the air, some of you have seen this repeatedly. Some of you seen those airplanes that are spraying stuff in the air. Some of you look in the air and say, oh, look at those two lines. Yeah, look at those two lines, right? But then do you have to discern to realize that those two lines actually form an X? So oh, X, oh, look, it's just, a, it's just a coincidence, right? Yeah, yeah, right. It's a coincidence, right? Yeah. No, it's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. Since I've ever known about the spraying in the air and I look in the air, I always see three or more multiple giant X marks. How is it possible that that could be a coincidence? Two planes are flying at different timelines or different alt altitudes or maybe at the same altitude and they're spraying stuff in the air and they make a giant X. Where is your discernment? And where is your discernment to take authority over that? Because what they're doing is they're hexing and and cursing everybody and within the circumference of that airspace. They are also opening up, opening up portals and what they call astral ley lines. The Lord revealed that to me, astral ley lines. There are energy points all around the world. I'm not going to get deep into it, but I read a book by Rebecca Brown where God used her to bring her out. I mean, bring a lady out of occultism. And she said that everywhere in the world, there are energy points. That's why sometimes you face very serious, terrible warfare and the spiritual attacks. Because whenever the Satanists are using those energy points, demons are released from the ground. And all you can do is stand on your faith in prayer or you band together in prayer because there is power in unity. How is it possible that Satanists know the power of unity? 
but Christians refuse to operate in unity. When Satanists are gathered together, they curse somebody. They gather together as a unit. There is a massive and supermassive network of Satanists and occultists and devil worshippers all over the world. Satanists are around you all over. But God is above and omnipresent. If you have the discernment of the Holy Spirit, you're being targeted, you're being gang-stalked by Freemasons, witches, Eastern stars. It don't matter what they do to you. You know that the discernment of the Holy Spirit says that in Hebrews 12, verse 22, it says there that, that we're, we're in the presence of a numerous company of angels. X means destruction. When you say you X somebody out, what does it mean? Ask yourself that question. Now, what do you do when before you get discernment, you have wisdom from you have knowledge from God's word. That knowledge gives you discernment. I mean, gives you uh, excuse me. That knowledge gives you wisdom. Wisdom means you apply certain things. That sometimes God will let you see something, but He doesn't want you to talk about it. I've been in a store where I saw somebody on the be on the being targeted by demons. The Lord said I shouldn't say anything. When I got home, I fired prayers for that person. That is called wisdom. Because I realized if I had tried to approach that person at that timeline, I would put myself on the firing squad. I have observed many things by the eyes of the Almighty, by the direction of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So, the reason why God has given us grace is because we are deficient in discernment of the Holy Spirit. I will put this on the podcast. Don't worry. It will be available for you to listen to on the podcast. Adam lost discernment. That's why he could not be entrusted with the Garden of Eden any longer. God gave Adam a supreme nature of God, a measure of the supreme nature of God. That's why the Bible said, let us make man in our image and likeness. How do I know this? Because scripture says that God stood by Adam and watched him name the animals. With what wisdom, understanding, and knowledge and discernment was Adam able to distinguish a lion from a horse, a chicken from an eagle, a male from a female? With what discernment was Adam able to distinguish that this creature that looks like him and has breasts, buttocks, and has a wider hip, and has a hip, uh, dipped hips or whatever it is, is now called a woman. Who gave him that discernment? And her voice is softer. She talks very calmly. She moves with so much grace. Who gave him that discernment? How was he able to know? Discernment helps you distinguish between light and darkness. I always tell people to always use the two-edged sword rule, which the Holy Spirit taught me. What is the two-edged sword rule? You receive or you're feeling something. Say, God, if this is from you, let it be so. If it's not from you, I reject it. You get an attack and say, God, I don't know why I'm going through this, but I command the sword of God, quick and powerful, right, right, right now. If this is from you, then I, then teach me what to do. If it's not from you, let, this, let your sword, I command the sword of God to destroy or pierce this. The sword of God is, is sharper than a two-edged sword. It's, it's, it's no different from yea and nay.
So Anna, Debbie sees the locker. She opens the locker of Anna at her job. Some of you have people in your job that act very strange and weird. And you wonder why. Oh, they're crazy. No, they're not crazy. They're possessed with a demon that's masking as being crazy. And you can set that captive free if you have the discernment of the Holy Spirit. Say, God, in the name of Jesus, I bind a demon that is making this person act, quote, unquote, crazy. You know, anything that society cannot explain in the spiritual, they label it as crazy. One time my sister reached out to me, oh, no, 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 oh, my, my daughter, they want, I want to send her to the psych ward. I told her, don't send your daughter to the psych ward. I said, if you go there, she's going to get juiced up and they're going to juice up with demons and they're going to open up her. When she's juiced up, she's going to be out of her mind. And because she's out of her mind, that is open gateway for demons to possess your daughter. More than 99.9% of people in the psych ward right now, if every one of you, every one of you there, about almost 100 people watching this live right now, collectively with Instagram, if every one of us stood on the authority of Jesus Christ and began to pray and minister to everyone and then bind the demons out, I'm very sure more than 99.9% .9 of them will walk out of that psych ward by faith. Some, some will, I believe it can happen. Because I have the discernment of the Holy Spirit to realize that these people are actually in bondage. Some of these people, these young people, should be uh, gifted and evangelists and prophets and teachers of God. But because of the deficiency or whatever it is that happened, they are in bondage. The demons that keep them in a spiritual prison. Every condition you have that is debilitating is an attempt by Satan and his demons to keep you in a spiritual state of that debilitation so that you remain a prisoner to it. Yes, they need deliverance. That deliverance comes to the authority of, G of God through the name of Jesus Christ. My scripture, the Bible tells me that the wisdom of God, excuse me, the knowledge of God and the wisdom of God says, whatever I bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever I loose on earth is loose in heaven. So I have the authority to bind the demon of schizophrenia, bind the demon of mental st instability, bind the demon of MPDs, multiple personality disorders. It's not a disorder, it's multiple demons. Possessing the consciousness of somebody. Some of us have demons inside of us because we are conceived with those demons in our DNA. Sometimes you hear a voice telling you to do something you shouldn't do. Or you feel something weakening your will. The one time I remember I was dealing with something and I said to myself, I said, wait a minute, Father. Your word says your strength is made perfect in my weakness. So I decree that whatever is weakening my resistance to this, I command it be destroyed now in the name of Jesus. And when that thing tried to touch me or come against me, I took authority immediately. And I'll, I'll reveal what the thing was. The thing was is incubus and succubus. I remember battling with this demonic spirit from a young age. Some of us have battled with this. It's not you. It's these demons that want to contaminate you. They want to diminish the anointing of God in your life. They want to, they want to use you. They, these are disembodied spirits of, the fallen, of some of the fallen angels. They are roaming about, working for the devil, looking for human hosts. <laughs> let's finish the cartoon real quick. The Lord says, no, let's tell me that. I want to tell you the testimony. One time I went to the mall in New Jersey. What's the name of that mall again? Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, I went to the mall in New Jersey. And when I got to the mall, 
there was this very voluptuous young lady. Big bone, and she was walking with a guy. As soon as I was walking, I was at a distance, and the Lord opened my eyes. I looked in her eyes, and a python eyes manifested through her eyelids. The python spirit. Her eyelids changed, and it was python slitted. And as soon as that spirit knew that I knew what was in her, that it inhabited her spirit, her body, even the way she was walking in shape, you could tell that something was in her if you were in a spirit. As soon as I saw it, this demon flipped and the eyes changed back to normal. Then it flipped again and changed back to a, a that python eyes. I was not afraid. I just continued walking. And as softly I said, in the name of Jesus, I command you to leave this girl now. I bind you in the name of Jesus and cast you out in Jesus' name. Do not come back. And I asked the Holy Spirit to create a barrier so that that spirit can come back. And the Holy Spirit should work through her or people around her or send someone to her to talk to her about God. Some of you see that. Oh, no, no, no. Let me just wipe my eyes. I'm seeing something crazy. No, no, no. Let me smack my head. No, no, no. Don't smack your head. No, you're not crazy. What you're seeing is discernment of the Holy Spirit. Open your eyes. Once your eyes open, Jesus said, I pray that the eyes of your understanding be what? Opened. In the church today, false doctrines and teachings are keeping your eyes closed. When I talk about eyes, it's not third eye. Third eye is demonic. It's the spiritual eyes of God through the Holy Spirit to help you see things, know things. That was said, the Holy Spirit teacheth you all things. Bring all things to your remembrance. It's your comforter. All of a sudden, you, you feel very discouraged and you're looking for comfort from everybody. If you have to discern the Holy Spirit, you just say, Holy Spirit, comfort me right now. Oh, Hallelujah. I've seen that many times. And that's when I knew the mall is a very wicked place to go to. They're demons. Demons love the crowds. And that crowd, demons are bouncing from one person to the other. Someone is touching somebody. Someone is kissing somebody. That's why I never use, I rarely use the bathrooms in public places. One time my sister sat down on a, sat down to use, she went to the restroom. She said she went to the restroom at a Walmart and sat down. Something was telling her not to wait and hold on till she got home. She didn't listen. She went to the bathroom and sat on the toilet seat to ease herself. She came home with almost 50 demons of lust. Because there's people that sat on that toilet seat were possessed. It's amazing. It's not amazing. It's not an amazing thing. It's, 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 a, it's a human deficiency in the spirit to believe that it's impossible for evil spirits to cling to a toilet seat and stay there. That means that the people who sat on that toilet seat have a spirit that is very contaminated. It's an unclean spirit. Some of you have seen in the movies, you know, those crazy ghostbusters, you see those crazy demons. Well, so Sister Lolo, you said, don't you have to have open doors? The open door was disobedience. The Holy Spirit told her, 
to go home. She's had a feeling that she should hold it and go home. But because she did not listen to the discernment of the Holy Spirit, she thought, no, 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 I'm going to let this out. I need to go use the restroom. She disobeyed God. You could be in the spirit if you disobey God and give it, the demons will come in. So the legal ground is the disobedience. The legal ground is that you did not listen to the Holy Spirit when he was giving you signs. Sometimes God may, God may meet you. Maybe you're going somewhere and God doesn't want you to go there. Let's say you go to a dealership. All of a sudden, they treat, they treat you very nasty. God can make people say or do things to you to ward you away from danger. If you have to discern the Holy Spirit, say, wait a minute. Maybe God is telling me something. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, say, they were mean. They're a bunch of racist black folks. They're a bunch of racist white folks. I hate these people. I hate this. Before you know it, you've actually spoken against the Holy Spirit and also put yourself in a bad place. Yes, if you feel uncomfortable, either you pray for God to remove whatever is making you uncomfortable or you leave. And many times I've been in certain places and I felt very uncomfortable and I left. But some of us are ignorant. Hosea 4, 6 says, my people destroy for lack of knowledge. I'm a Christian. Whoever the silver of my fish shall trade is mine. Yeah, it is yours. But if the Spirit of God says, leave, you better leave. If God is using your basic senses, your five senses, what are your five senses? Sight, smell, taste, hearing, and touch. When God is using your five senses, sometimes you want to get on a plane and you feel that something, you're going to the airport and you feel something making you very heavy and weak. You use the two-edged sword. We'll say, God, if this is from you, if this is your sign telling me not to go, then make this thing go away. If it's not your will, then, I mean, excuse me, if this is your sign that you, you, you it's not, if this is from you, God, and you don't want me to go, then I accept it. If it's not from you, I command it to leave now in the name of Jesus. The Zerman the Holy Spirit says, before you leave your house, pray for protection. Ask God to send his angels ahead of you. Extreme anxiety and attack on the job is a sign of demonic activity on witchcraft. There are demons everywhere. It's just that in some places, there are more than others. If you go to Las Vegas, everybody knows that there's gambling there. That's why they tell you what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Why? Because the demons don't want to be exposed. Not only that, the spirit of gambling is there. Some people look, oh, it's only gambling with money. No, there's also gambling with souls, gambling with, with destinies, gambling with all kinds of stuff. Why is it that in Atlantic City, New Jersey, they're gambling stuff there? Because that's the demons there. When the gambling happens, there's all kinds of stuff that goes down there. The Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. What, what constitutes truth? What constitutes truth is pure knowledge from Yah, pure wisdom from Yah, pure understanding from Yah. When I say Yah, it means the Almighty God, Yahweh. His name is Yah. His name is Jehovah Jireh. His name is Elohim. Yahweh, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Yeshua HaMashiach, 
Jesus Christ the Messiah. One time I was going through some extreme targeting by Satanists. And one day they sent this girl to me, seduce me at the mall in Walmart. Before she came in, I knew she was coming in. The Holy Spirit let me know she was coming in. One time I walked in a Walmart. I can't remember what state it was. I think it was Indiana. And literally there were demons in the mall manifesting as workers and kidnappers. They wanted to take me out. In the process of trying to do that, angels of God appeared and warded them off because I listened to the Holy Spirit. The Lord says, stay there and just walk around and talk to people and pray. Do you have the discernment of the Holy Spirit that your Wi-Fi signal can be used to hypnotize you? Do you have the discernment of the Holy Spirit to know that the your cell phones that you're carrying can be used to project electronic witchcraft against you? Why is it that when people hold their phones, it's almost as if they're hypnotized? Your phone is made with something called scrying mirrors. Black scrying mirrors, which is used for dark magic. So that means at any point, any of these Satanists can summon a demon if they have access to the right demons, the right principalities, the right incantations or spells or invocations to use your cell phone to, to track you down and project curses on you. Many times I've had to cover my front and back camera because when I have it open and I'm standing there, I feel something projecting from the lens of the camera on my feet or on my private area. Maybe if I'm laying down on my bed and I'm holding the phone, I just happen to pick it up and all of a sudden I feel a reaction or maybe on my thighs or my knees or my legs or any part of my body where the, the camera lens at the back is pointed to. Do you have the discernment to pray over your devices? Do you have the discernment to shut it off if you're not using it? Do you have the discernment? I remember one lady, she was so sensitive in the spirit that she had to shut off all the electronics at the nighttime. Wi-Fi signal goes off. One time she, she got a she got a installation to make everything in her home smart. The next morning she woke up, the whisper said, go right now, call the company and tell them to remove all the smart chips, all the smart cameras, all everything. And he said, but God, I need protection. He said, I will protect you. What you think is smart is actually demons. Demons can mess with your technology. Demons can mess with your phone. Some of you use Alexa. I don't use Alexa. Alexa is a projection symbolically in the spirit of having a divination spirit in your home. Whether it's, a, it's called Alexa or whatever it is, I'm not saying you shouldn't use it. But if you have discernment, you realize that why is it that they got exposed that Alexa is listening to your conversations? It's like a form of divination. Why can't you seek knowledge? If you notice, if you have discernment, there is natural discernment and spiritual discernment. Why is it that it's on TV, there's always a scandal happening? And while the scandal is happening, on the flip side, they're doing something underneath. That's why you hear some people are awake and some people are not awake. Why is it that if you take a spectrometer, is it a spectrometer, you put it on top of your TV 
or you have there's apps right now that can test electromagnetic radiance. Why is it? Do you have to discern to realize that demons operate through magnetic fields? They operate through magnetic fields through your TV and your cell phones. That's so why I don't watch TV. I don't own a TV, and I never will own one. Monitoring spirits. Some of you get those smart TV. Am I saying you shouldn't get a TV? No. But you have to discern and get a smart TV. And there's a, there's, now they have those TVs where you, there's, a, there's a webcam with it that comes with the TV. And you are stupid and ignorant there. You butt naked as a woman or man in front of your TV. You run from the bathroom and you run to the living room to pick something. But you're butt naked and someone already took a picture of you. They saw you butt naked. Oh, nobody happened. Your TV was off. Oh, it's unplugged. Even while your TV's unplugged, they can still watch you. Even while your cell phone is unplugged, they can still listen to you. Hosea 4.6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Let's go back to... Um, the question is, do you have the discernment to ask who's watching you and why? Why are they concerned about your nakedness? Why are they concerned about what you're doing? Who is feeding the information? Now they come out with artificial intelligence. Now they report that these, these AI robots are killing people or doing something that is supposedly, quote unquote, allegedly out of the programming. Why is it happening? Do you have the discernment to realize that artificial intelligence is demonic? It's satanic. It's fallen angel. God gave man natural intelligence. Why do you need artificial intelligence? Where is this intelligence coming from? Some of you don't realize that the, somebody exposed the World Wide Web. He says the whole World Wide Web is connected to a consciousness of the beast system. Someone said the, the beast is learning everything about what we do. Why are there servers? Why do they call it servers? What are you serving and who's serving you? Some of the technology and the symbology behind the technology we're using is all demonic because it's given by fallen angels. Then they call something called a host, a host server, satellite system. Okay. Some of you seen the movie. There was a movie by um, the Transformers movie. I think the early Transformers where Shia LaBeouf is the main character. And a transformer is plugged to the internet, hacks the satellite system of the United States military, and begins to download information off the World Wide Web, every form of communication, faster than a second, a millisecond. When I watched that scene, God said, this is how demons operate. He said, but my power can stop the demons. It doesn't matter how fast the demons are running. All you got to do is speak the word and the word will have its way in your life. Look at the word transformers in that movies. These are demons and falling. They want to transform back to the human form that they stole in, from the garden. Of, I mean, from the devil through Lucifer in the garden of Eden. I've said it time again. It's not fruits that Adam and Eve ate. Why is it that the God addressed? Do you have the discernment to understand? If you have the discernment of the Holy Spirit, you realize it's something much more than the eating of fruit. 
Satan stole DNA from Adam and Eve to create his own seed. That's why God said, call the serpent and Adam and Eve. He said, okay, the seed of the woman will crush the, the, the head of the serpent, the seed of the serpent, and the serpent will strike the heel. Why is it that fallen angels are so concerned about your DNA? Why is there a push for mRNA virus? What is so mysterious about mRNA? If, you, if I start going deeper now, some feathers will be ruffled. A few weeks ago, God showed me somebody from the high-level rankings of this world was sent to monitor me and follow me. So I had to make the adjustments. I prayed, and the angels of God kept me indoors. They regulated my going out of my cunning. And I remember one time, there was a plan to shoot me in New York. I was preaching in New York, and I was exposing a lot of stuff. I'll be on the streets, and all of a sudden, God stopped giving me name drops of people in that neighborhood doing stuff. And I say, God is calling you. God loves you. So one day, I wanted to prepare to go to New York, and God showed me in the vision. I was reading the Bible. God showed me like TV, opened in the spiritual realm. And all of a sudden, I saw a bunch of gang members and drug dealers were paid by certain people I will not mention but should be protecting people if you know what I'm talking about they said we need you to get rid of this guy so I, I wanted to go all of a sudden the Holy Spirit God sent an angel I didn't realize it God sent an angel to make me so tired and weak I didn't realize it was the hand of God upon me to make me weak you know, when Daniel and Ezekiel saw the glory of God, they were weak. It's not a, a bad weakness. It's the awesomeness of God's power and majesty that withdraws your physical strength. He said, my comeliness was taken away from me. The ability to stand was taken away from me. So I did not go that day. A few days after I went, God said, okay, now go. All of a sudden, I was walking, and a guy said, how did you know not to come on this day? And then everybody, all the Satanists, the drug dealers, the master masons, the Freemasons engaged in child trafficking and drug trafficking were terrified of me. Do you have to discernment that the God wants to save people? And if you're not operating in the Spirit, you cannot save souls. Many times I've given you a testimony where I was on the street in New York, I mean, New Jersey. God sent me to a particular place and I said, hey guys, God told me to tell you there's some people here, you're doing drug activity. There's six of you here, seven of you. If you don't repent, you're going to die, blah, blah, blah. And some people called the cops on me. The cops came by not once, not twice, complaining of noise, blah, 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 whatever happens. Long story short, a couple of days, I think it was almost two or three days after, seven people died from a drug overdose in that, on that street block. And then the cops became, the cops were heard me when the same cops that came to harass me were the same cops that were fearful of me and looking for a way to talk to me, but they were afraid. God did not let them talk to me. But they knew that power recognizes power. Their power is human. My power is superhuman because I have the Holy Spirit. So when they saw me, they just gave me a head nod. They recognize the anointing of God. And I, 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 I gave the prophecy accurately. 
the hand of God was on me. I said, if you don't stop, this was going to happen. And that week, the cops in that area, whenever I preached, some of them would flash their lights. I didn't know. I thought I was being harassed. Later on, I realized that some of them actually giving me, it's like kind of like a thank you so much. Thank you. Because they don't have the discernment of the Holy Spirit to understand what is happening. They don't have the discernment of the Holy Spirit to realize that demons can appear as human beings to deliver drugs. They are demons that can travel from Colombia, Mexico, Dominican Republic, and, and fly a plane and land at GFK, deliver the drugs, pass through customs, and customs won't see one drug, won't see one child, won't see one nothing, whatever, weapons. There are people that have demonic powers to do that. Where's the discernment of the church and the people in those areas to take spiritual authority? We're talking about discernment. This is the women's fellowship. Sometimes God will give you discernment that you don't need to share with nobody. It's for you to pray on. There's some things I've God has used me to do by Holy Ghost discernment. I don't want to talk about it because if I do, the people that the powers that control this world will come looking for me, or maybe they'll come and attack me. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. God is working through your spirit to pull down strongholds. God wants to work through your spirit, but before he works through your spirit, your spirit has to be connected to his spirit. Your spirit is connected to his spirit by reading the Bible and praying and evangelizing. Why is it that the satanic elites are afraid of prophets and prophetesses? Because we are going to be exposing their, their evil deeds. In the book of Daniel, it talks about it. There's going to be a time when they're going to, silence, they're going to try to silence the prophetic voices. Some of us will be killed and murdered for the sake of Christ. Do you have the discernment that before you sell your property, you should pray over your property? Do you have the discernment as a woman that when you are born with a child and they cut the placenta, you should not give them your child's placenta? You should not have them store the blood. The Bible says that there is power of life and death. There is power, there is life in the blood. If you're following, please make sure you click all notifications. Some of us, by ignorance, his Hosea 4, 6, you've allowed your, your parents, allowed your placenta, or you allowed your placenta, which are, and they took it, and maybe some demonic, satanic priestesses ate it up as a ritual, or they tapped into the blood to take away your destiny. Why is it that they're storing blood samples of people in the Vatican? Why is it that certain secret entities and powers have the blood sample or DNA of every single person with or without your permission? Do you have the discernment that Satan is out there to create a superhuman race, but it's a hybrid? Do you have the discernment to pray over yourself before you, you put on your sanitary pads? One woman, one Christian woman created her own sanitary pad because Every time she put on these ones, they were always demons always coming to violate her. Some of you are more sensitive to certain things than others. Do you have the discernment to understand what is happening on the spiritual world stage right now? Why is it that every time, and if not sometimes, God takes me to Antarctica. I've never been to Antarctica, but God takes me in the spirit to Antarctica to see what is happening there. Do you know you have the power of God to ask God to seal your DNA so it can never be unlocked? 
Last year, I was I was harassed by a man and I was falsely arrested here in London. And they asked for my DNA sample. And God said, don't worry. So I told them, I said, God, I said, God, seal my DNA. The lady who collected, collected my DNA the night after, that morning when I was released, when I came home to rest, she astral projected into my room to attack me. When she came, angels of God arrested her spirit. I asked God, why should he come to arrest? She said that because she could not process the sample. She was, she was sent to use demonic power to read your DNA. But you cannot read God's DNA of God's chosen. It's impossible. And because I obeyed the Holy Spirit, my DNA was sealed. The Bible says, whatever you bind or not is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose or not is loose in heaven. Why is it that they cannot? Do you have the discernment to understand that if you are chosen by God, they cannot clone you? The people who are doing cloning have been trying to clone the righteous. They cannot clone your DNA. It's unclonable. So that's why they're targeting some of you. The wickedness in our world today is so intense because of the lack of knowledge and wisdom. We need to share this. If you, I'm going to have this message available for you to listen to on the podcast at Joel Isaiah 2022 on Apple Podcasts. Spotify at Joel Isaiah 2022 and SoundCloud at Joel Isaiah 2022. And I definitely will put it up on the website so you can listen to it. It's going to be under the Women's Fellowship or under Messages. Please share, like, and subscribe. I'm telling you guys to please also sign up for, sign up for the, and subscribe to the website. If you go to the website, click on prayer. On, when you go to swordofthespiritofgod.com, you click on, um, the blog you click on blog link and you see a, you scroll down and click on the box and put in your email there because there's a lot of things that they're going to try to censor there was one time i did a live it was almost four or five hours when i downloaded it, they corrupted the files because they don't want you to know the truth the bible said you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free that's what the word of god says i also have a platform on vimeo where you can listen to this as well Talking about discernment. Because there's lack of discernment in the church, we're very, very happy to scandalize men and women of God when they fall. I always ask myself, I said, I have to ask God, I say, why is it that every man and woman of God, the devil always attacks them in the area of sex? Because that's the chief tool that the devil used to take the man and the woman down. Why is it that as anointed as King David was, he fell into that? Because they Satan set it up for that. So if you have the discernment, you realize there's some sins. The Bible says love cover it a multitude of sins. Not cover it for you to remain in a sin, but cover it when you repent and immediately confess and do what is right. Do you have the discernment to understand that there's certain clothes you cannot wear as a woman of God or a man of God? As a man, you should not be wearing tight-fitted clothes that shows your, you know what, same thing with the women. Call yourself a woman of God. You go to public and men are looking at you, looking at you, you know what? Do you have the discernment to realize there is holy clothing and, and unrighteous clothing? Do you have the discernment for you to pray over your food? Do you have the discernment of the Holy Spirit to realize that makeup should not be on your face? Why? What are you making up? The Bible says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You could use spices like Esther. 
What are you doing? Why do you need to paint your lips? That's Jezebel. Do you have to do something to understand that Jezebel was the first witch woman to practice witchcraft and have a coven? And one of the rites of passage is that you had to drink blood. And when they drank blood, they, for them to know that you truly did the, did the ritual, your lips had to be stained red with blood. That is where the ideology of painting of lips came from, red lipstick. And you want to call yourself a woman in vogue. You're a woman of God. You're not a woman in vogue. You're not a woman of fashion. The fashions of this world will pass away. Use nat God has given you natural spices, things that you can use to enhance your beauty. Stop using all these lotions. One time, you know, one time I saw a lady one time. She her her skin was flawless. So I asked her. She was working at my job. I said, "How do you get it?" She says she eats and drinks beets. It purifies your blood. She juices it up. She juices up the beets with some other fruits. That's what she takes. She just uses olive oil. When you see her, you think that she's a model. God says in the Bible, do you have the discernment and wisdom to understand that God has, God has made the foods you need to eat to, to cure any disease? There is a food or something on this earth that they don't want us to know about that you can take to reverse the process of aging. Fasting also reverses the process of aging. Why is it in that world that we live in, especially America, where the number one consumers and the wasters of food? Drink beets with pomegranate. You can mix it up and juice it and strain it and drink it every day, as many times as you like. You see it. The effect will be, effect will be phenomenal. Your blood will be purized from all the nonsense that's in your blood. Do you have to discern the Holy Spirit that you don't need to take pills? And I want to make it very clear. Please do not blame me for what I said. I'm just telling you something that's in the scripture. The Bible says the herbs are for the healing of the nations. Someone fasted away cancer. Someone fasted away high blood pressure. Someone fasted away diabetes. That is wisdom and knowledge. You have to discern that every time you are poked with a needle, something is opening up in your bloodstream. And you need to close it. Poked with a needle at the hospital to take your blood. One time I was I had to go to have the blood test done for my the university I was attending for my medical practice. And the lady said, Oh, what do you want? Do you want a, a, a needle or 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 a butterfly? I said, What is a butterfly? She showed it to me. It was a syringe shaped like a butterfly. She tried to need it, it didn't work. So she said, okay, I'm going to use the butterfly. Do you know the butterfly is symbol is symbology of Lucifer and witchcraft? Why is it called a butterfly? Why is it shaped like a butterfly? Why can't it be shaped like something else? So when I got home that night, I prayed and I asked my dad to pray for me. That night, a demon came and tried to attack and oppress me. Why? Because the demon is aware that I know it's secret. Some of you wearing all these butterfly on your on your underwear, your hair, your you, you, always seek to know things where they come from. Do you have to discern that Satan is Santa and Santa is Satan?
Do you have the discernment to know that Christmas is a selfish holiday? When God is given a gift, he gives it freely. Why is it that people on Christmas Day, I said it the day before yesterday or yesterday, why is it that during Christmas time, you never see, you rarely see, or you don't see anybody with the big bags handing out gifts to everybody on the streets in public? The only people you give gifts to are people you know, your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, Do you have the discernment to understand that before you judge a matter, you should understand. If you lack understanding, you got to get understanding. Do you have the discernment of God through the word of God? Okay. Sometimes you are speaking to some people and they tell you it makes no sense to them. If you're speaking truth, it should make sense. But because if your mind is programmed to believe lies or you don't understand what is being said, you ask questions. That's how you gain knowledge. And if you ask questions, you have to come to a conclusion. You have the discernment to know that there are forces and powers that rule beyond our realm of existence. Behind the scenes and the supernatural, there are forces that are dictating the actions of the satanic elites that run the world. The Bible makes it clear in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. It says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness and forces in high places. What I'm talking to you about is spiritual. If you don't have a spiritual mind, you can't get it. Do you have understanding that when you move cursed objects from one end of the continent to the other side of the continent, you're bringing, you're going to displace the spiritual harmony that God has created in the atmosphere. So when they quote unquote, the American government quote unquote decided to bring the resurrection chamber of Nimrod, of Nimrod and bring artifacts from Iraq or bring artifacts from Egypt and fly them undercover with stealth aircraft into U.S. airspace and take them to the land and keep them there or creatures, whatever they're bringing them, God knows what. You are displacing the spiritual frequency that God has created for harmony. That's what the Bible says. Do not worship idols. Do not worship graven images. Do not worship fallen angels. Iraq is ancient Babylon. Most of those, all those artifacts are cursed. Most of the artifacts in the pyramids are cursed. They tell you in the movies. There was a movie where they made with Egypt. And there was one of the movies I seen a clip on TikTok. And they told us, they said that do not open this tomb. And they opened the tomb. And the curse came. Demonic spirits were released. Do you have the discernment of God to understand that you are a spiritual being meant to reflect God's glory? Do you understand and have the discernment that you are supposed to be filled with wisdom? There is no wisdom in any books you read, all these nonsensical books you read that are published by human. human. There is knowledge, but there is no wisdom and understanding in it. You get wisdom and understanding by reasoning through the word of God.
anybody here that's not operating in the spirit of God, I bind it. Spirit of God, spirit of hell in Jesus' name. Some people don't realize they make comments under demonic possession and control and manipulation. Do you realize that not everything someone says to you, they mean it. That is negative. Not everything that anybody has said to you that is negative is them speaking. Sometimes demons can speak through somebody. Do you realize that not every emotion you feel as a woman, you should project it or speak it out? Have you forgotten that a woman is the weaker vessel and the devil can use your emotions against you? Use it against your marriage. One time a woman reached out to me, uh, my husband did this, she listed all the things she did. God said, don't, Holy Spirit said, don't talk. Then Holy Spirit told me she's the problem. God said, don't tell her she's the problem yet. He said, ask her this question. You know, it's such a beautiful time and a beautiful moment. I love those moments where God is right by my side and he's telling me what to say and what not to say. Because God knows that my, my will is now in alignment with his will. I have removed my, I have asked God to remove my self-will and put his will and replace my self-will with his will. So I said to the sister, I said, okay, he did all of this. Is there one thing you can name or list that you did that you should not have done? She kept silent. I said, so you're blaming the man. Oh, he did all of this. But you're not thinking about the things you did. You realize there's a cause and effect. I said, your emotion is supposed to balance him out under God. So when your emotion is negative, it creates a negative balance on his side. He's reacting because he's supposed to get something from you because you're supposed to help him to balance out. You're not praying for him. You're not encouraging him. You're not loving him. You're not showing him an affection. And I said the same thing to the husband when he called me as well. I said, both of you need to fix this. You need to fix it with prayer and practicality. Not everything needs prayer. God has given you brains. Use it. Not only has he given you brains, he's given you brains to be filled with the word of God. That always says be filled with the spirit of God. Some of us women and men here are quick to blame the opposite spouse. But what are the things you're doing? Ask yourself, that I'm doing something that's causing him to act this way. Or am I not doing something that I should be doing that it should prevent this? Most of the, most of the cases of divorce cases, what I just said is the answer to their problems. One time a woman reached out to me. I said, are you fulfilling your requirement in the bedroom? She said, no. I said, that's the answer to your problem. That's what the Lord told me to tell you. I heard in the spirit, affection, intimacy. She said, I'm too busy. I said, your business is going to destroy your marriage. You're too busy to work, but you're, you're, you don't have the, the, the uh, wisdom, understanding and discernment to know that your responsibility is to balance each other out. That's why you are, it's called intimacy. In marriage, godly, divine intimacy. Do you have the discernment to know there's power of life and death in your tongues? So don't confess negative things. Don't project negative things into your future or your present or your past. One time a man said something to his wife, I say, oh, when I met you, you, you were like this. I know that you're going to be worse than this in the next couple of years. I said, shut your mouth, sir. I said, do you know the future? He said, no. I said, do you know you just wrote your future by what you just confessed? Not only do you just confess it, you're projecting it and calling it to existence. 
Why is it that people in the secular world understand this principle, but people in the house of God don't? But when I met her, she didn't have nothing. You are nothing without me, and you are nothing. You're never going to be nothing. <laughs> My goodness. Do you have the knowledge of life and death is in the power of the tongue? Do you have the wisdom to wield the power of life and death in your tongue? Do you have the understanding that you should only use life for your tongue, not death? You only speak death to the things that God declares death to, and that is witchcraft and sin. And do you have the discernment to understand when the power of life and death is in activity? When Jesus said to the man, Lazarus, he said, Lazarus, rise up and walk. Jesus spoke life to a dead body. God has used me to raise people from the grave. God has used my dad and people, many people around me in my family to speak life. My mom and dad were used by God and are still in the ministry 50 plus years. Now, I hear their testimonies when they were became first believers and giving testimony. One time, my mother gave a testimony of a mother, a manager that passed out. He died right there. He pooped in his pants. He was dead. And she went there and laid hands on him and prayed for him. He came back to life. She spoke the word of God. Do you have that discernment to know that sometimes you need to exercise? Not sometimes, all times. The reason why people are there's so much unbelief about God and discrediting God and, and following Jesus Christ is because the children of light are not shining the light. How do you shine your light? The Bible says, by their fruits you shall know them. Do you have the discernment that as a child of God you should bear fruit? So back to that cartoon. Debbie walks into the locker and sees Anna's stuff. And in there is a pentacle, a pentagram and talisman. Then Anna walks in on Debbie, looking at her locker, and she begins to rebuke her, say, why are you looking at my locker? Blah, 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 blah. So I'm so sorry. Debbie said, I'm so sorry. I didn't intend to. I don't know why, but something just made me forget. I wasn't sure whatever it is or whatever it is. But before that moment, the Anna, the witch on her job, was placing curses on Debbie, which caused Debbie to momentarily lose her capacity to be able to remember where her bag was and her things were. And Debbie responded with the blood of Jesus, the word of God, not knowing that Anna was the problem. God set up Anna to be exposed by letting Debbie experience that attack of witchcraft. And in that moment, Debbie discerned that it was witchcraft. And that moment, she's retracing her steps to find out who it is. That was says in Psalm 144, he said, God will train you, teach your hands to war and his fingers to fight the battle of faith. There are some experiences and encounters that are going to be supernatural, that are going to be confusing to your natural mind that God will allow you to go through because he wants you to sharpen your mind. They say iron sharpens iron. There's some experiences God is setting you up so that you will sharpen the next generation. Some of you sisters here have maybe put your, maybe you've done things you don't want to do. Maybe you've used an escort service, men as well. And God will use you to give a testimony so that when other young men and women in the house of God are thinking about it, say, listen, brother and sister, there's nothing in this. If you do this, there's nothing in this. You're going to be empty. This is what's going to happen. This is how I felt, blah, 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 blah. But a lot of times people don't listen. 
Only those that have discernment will apply the wisdom of what they've heard or listened. Some men of God have made terrible mistakes. They've done things they shouldn't have done. But in that moment, they're learning from God and God is teaching and they repented. Your relationship with God is personal. Do you have the discernment to know that not everything has to be spoken? Not every fault needs to be spoken about. There's some faults you have in the body of Christ and amongst your brothers and sisters that needs to be covered by love because that person has already shown a true heart of repentance. Do you have the discernment to discern the hearts? So she opens it up and then finally Debbie realizes that Anna is a witch. So while Debbie is at home and Debbie begins to feel something attacking her, she almost feels like she's about to pass out. So they take the scene to Anna's home. Anna has a pentagram and a skull. And she's chanting incantations and proclaiming death and declaring that Aunt Debbie should die. That Debbie will never succeed on the job. She's chanting incantation, invoking demons of death and darkness. She's summoning the powers of darkness. When I heard that, I was shocked. <laughs> you know, the Holy Spirit is such an on-time Spirit of God because I was thinking today and I, I said, you know what? I screwed up today. I did a lot of things I should not have done. I said a lot of things I should not have said. I disobeyed you in certain things. How am I going to do this, God? And God just said, get on your knees. I prayed. I did what I needed to do. Because sometimes I, I feel like I'm not doing enough for God, even though I am. And sometimes I feel like I'm doing too much when I should not be doing too much. A lot of a sudden, I just saw this cartoon that I'm talking to you about on YouTube. And Elizabeth said, remember. And I opened my little book where I wrote the title for this message, Discernment. He said, tell the women about this tonight. So if you want that cartoon, I'll send you the link. They have other cartoons there. They have other series. I believe it's a Christian that owns this cartoon. And they just they just designed it. It's kind of like a sketch. Teaching practical things. And I this is what we need to do. So this this cartoon is titled How to Discern and Spot Witches and Witchcraft. And the activity of witchcraft. Message me or follow me on Instagram at Joel Isaiah 20 or message me on, on YouTube, I mean on uh, TikTok, and I'll send it to you. If you follow me on YouTube at Joel OR3292, Joel OR3292 on YouTube, I, will, I can also, I think I should be able to message you there as well. Okay, so. Anna begins to pray and bind the spirit of witchcraft. You can message me on, on TikTok or you can message me through Instagram at joelisaiah20 on Instagram. I, I would not like to put out any emails because of scammers and haters and whatever it is. So please don't post your email. You can also message me on um, the website at swordofthespiritofgod.com, swordofthespiritofgod.com and click on the message bubble in the lower right-hand corner. You can message me there as well, and I'll respond right away when I'm done. So Anna begins to pray and bind the demons, and as she's doing that, she's gaining victory. So after all, there's a back and forth, and then Anna discerns that 
um, Anna, I mean, excuse me, Debbie discerns that Anna is a witch. So she begins to take authority and begin to use the word of God. Okay. As she begins to use the word of God, the spirit operating in Anna gets angry. And then Anna acknowledges that she's losing her powers in her secret shrine. Some of you have workers and pastors and people who call themselves prophet and prophetesses. They have shrines in their homes. There was a sister that I knew many years ago. She was a baby Christian, but she was stubborn. And because she was stubborn, she began to attend all these false churches. And she got possessed with some spirit and began to operate in a spirit of divination. Masking as a prophetess. One day, I got close enough to her to give her a warning and she refused to listen. And I said, God, why is this happening? This person, you love this person so much. Why is this happening? And God took me to a shrine in her bedroom. I've been in a house once with a pastor. We went to a pastor to pray for her. And God took me to her room in the spirit. And I saw something she hid underneath her bed. She brings it out. God says she brings God showed me she brings it out every day before service and begins to talk to it and speak to it, asking it to give wisdom. I noticed that every time I was around, I was feeling very oppressed. I said, God, is it her that is oppressed or is it me that's oppressed? God didn't say a word to me. He was teaching me. So one night I got up on my bed. I said, in the name of Jesus, I command every secret, mysterious power that this woman is using at her shrine. I command the fire of God to destroy it now in the name of Jesus. The following day, we went to the so-called church and she manifested. She was very angry, upset. She tried to scandalize me and the pastor that God sent to give her a warning. And eventually we left. Back to the story. So Anna begins to pray and pray and pray. Eventually she gets the victory. And as she goes to work one morning and her boss says, I mean, excuse me, Debbie begins to pray, 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 pray. So she goes to work at morning. And Debbie is approached by her boss. And her boss says, Debbie, I have good news for you. You've only been here for a few weeks. But I got news for you. Anna has decided, has just tendered her resignation and we want to promote you to her position. There is a scene where Anna is saying, you know what, I can't be around this Debbie. She's too powerful. I got to leave this job and find another job. Anna had been using her witchcraft to get people fired on her job because she was a witch. But God sent a hiccup. God sent a resistance. God sent his, his daughter to stand and use and learn discernment to challenge the devil. When the Bible tells you Luke 10 verse 19, it says God has given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy. It means every literal word of it. When you watch that cartoon, you're going to love it. I don't, I wasn't looking for the cartoon. Something just made me go on my YouTube and my, my some, I knew it was the Holy Spirit. It just says, scroll here and I scroll and all of a sudden I see, I say, what is this? 
I said, oh, another content. I don't want you to watch no content. And I look at the title, How to Spot Witchcraft. So I didn't even push the play button. It was There's this feature on YouTube where you can actually just scroll to one of the videos and it will automatically start playing. So I tapped the, uh, the uh, audio button. I untapped it so that I could hear what it was about. And I began to listen. I said, listen. I tried to post a link on the comment section. It didn't post. So anyway, I plead the blood of Jesus against anybody that's experiencing witchcraft right now in the name of Jesus. Any curses placed upon this for exposing the kingdom of darkness. I command right now those curses be broken. Jesus name any root workers, shrine workers, witches, mystics, whoever it is that's cursing what I'm saying. I command the power of the blood of Jesus to paralyze you and neutralize you. In Jesus' name, the Bible says in Numbers 23, 23, there is no enchantment against Jacob, no divination against Israel in Jesus' name. The Bible says, whatever I bind on earth is bound in everyone. If I bind the spirit operating anybody that is listening to this live right now that is working for the kingdom of darkness, I bind you and your demons and cast them to the pit of hell in Jesus' mighty name. And I command all that you have done be counseled, reversed, and undone in the name of Jesus. Every curse based upon the anointing, the virtues, the gifts, the glories of God, we command in the name of Jesus. Those curses be broken in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So when you feel something, sometimes I feel something sharp, pointed, pinching my fingers and my hands, let's take authority because that means there's somebody around you that's cursing your handiwork or your footwork. Okay. Message me, Seth Kweku, and I'll pray for you. And I want you to watch that video. It's very practical. We need to make the word of God very, very, very lucrative amongst us. We need to be practical. You know how we can be practical? By sharing our testimonies. Most of these mega churches, where do you, when you go to the church today, do they even allow testimonies anymore? If you want to give a testimony, the pastor said, tell me what the testimony is about. If it's not about prosperity, you get in a car or something, they're not going to let you stand on the pulpit to give your testimony. Because they don't want anybody to give any testimony about anything that is spiritual. We're talking about discernment tonight. I can't believe that I've been talking for almost three hours and 30, 35 minutes. Well, I can believe it because it's the Holy Spirit. Seth Kweku, there is a curse in your life that is allowing you to having a divorce and you're now in your fifth marriage. I speak the word of God over you now. And I command the power of the blood of Jesus to break that curse off your marriage. Every generational curse of witchcraft that is making you get married, divorce, get married, divorce, and now resulted in a fifth marriage, I command that curse to be broken now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Someone's asking me what a shrine is. Look up the word shrine in your dictionary. You can't learn if, every, if you're being spoon-fed all the time. A shrine is something that is, is a place or, or space that is set up to conjure spirits or practice witchcraft. Okay. So, you need to go through deliverance. If your username Seth Kweku, you need to go through deliverance. You got to break those curses. Some of you don't understand that the spirit of witchcraft is operating against your life. God bless you, Melody, the melody of um, username, the, the melody um, of money. The Lord bless you. 
Some of you think it's your family members that hate you. No, it's not. It's the spirit of witchcraft and the spirit that is projecting hatred through them. So do you have the discernment to know that? Some of you, an anointed man of God, will tell you something that is very close and important and, and sensitive to you. When they tell you, it hurts you. Or it makes you very uncomfortable in a positive way. What do I mean by that? You know what they're saying is the truth, but you don't want to accept it. You know by the discernment of the Holy Spirit, you will know. That's natural. You can't explain discernment. Once you know, you know. Some of you have been on a train or the buses and you know something is off about somebody on the train. How do you know? Because your natural senses God has given to you. Do you know your natural senses are connected in the spiritual realm? The same way you have ears physically, you also have ears in the spirit, spiritual hearing. The same way you have eyes in the physical, you have spiritual sight. There's a woman one time, she said to me, I can smell demons. I said, God, give me that gift. God said, no. She said, I bless her with that gift and it's given to women. And then one day, God let me experience that gift. And I knew it was a demon. I was on the train and the bus and nobody could smell what I was smelling. We're talking about Holy Ghost discernment. There's natural discernment and there's spiritual discernment. We're talking about discernment of the Holy Spirit. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Yes, they do fail smell. Foul, fail, excuse me, they do smell foul. Excuse me. Of course, they're foul smelling because they, they're from hell. There is no pure air in hell. The stench of burning flesh. Pray the Lord will have mercy upon every one of us in Jesus' name. Okay. Sometimes God can open your ears and your airways to smell things that other people will not smell. You say, do you smell that? And say, no. And someone say, oh, maybe something's wrong with your nose. No, nothing's wrong with your nose. God is just enhancing your smell, smell to give you discernment so you can make a make use or reasoning of what you just got as an input there is an input and an output the more you have input the more you're able to make you should be able to make use of the input of what you're getting through the word of god there are times when you do you know you get more input during prayer and fasting so if you're not prayerful as a christian you're a weak christian your discernment level is going to be low you're not going to be able to vibrate or soar at the highest level That's what the Bible says in Isaiah 40, verse 31. It says, Those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like an eagle. They shall run and not be weary and walk and not faint. Those who are prophets operate under the eagle anointing. The eagle anointing is one of the anointings of the fall living creatures. One of the creatures of the fall living creatures is an eagle. Eagle represents wisdom, spiritual ex excellence, super excellent wisdom, understanding, infinite knowledge of God infinite super excellent knowledge wisdom and understanding of god receive your blessings for sleep read psalm 127 verse 2 so you can get some sleep the eagle anointing of god when i say it's eagle is representative of the four living creatures it's the work of the holy spirit so you need the holy spirit prophets operate and when i see prophets in the spirit it symbolizes eagles because eagles represent 
wisdom. Some of you don't understand that there's symbology behind the four living creatures. The lion represents dominance and dominion and power. So who is the person that represents dominion and power? Jesus. The Bible said that Jesus Christ is a lion of the tribe of Judah. When you study a lion, what does a lion do? It roars. So when God is sending a rebuke against pastors and ministries, and we're trying to silence them, the discernment is that you're trying to silence the anointing of God that is speaking in dominion and authority against unrighteousness. So you have the lion, the eagle, the ox, and the face of a man. You have the discernment to understand what those things mean and the creatures mean. You need discernment. Eagle represents wisdom in the spirit. That eagle is one of the wisest creatures. Do you know the creation and the design of every animal that is clean is a reflection of God's wisdom? An eagle can see a fish, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I think five or, or 10,000 feet above sea level. They have so much super keen, super sharp sense of vision. So if you're going to have a spirit of prophecy, you need to have discernment in your vision. Your vision has to be sharp and clear. If it's not clear, then you need to spend more time in the Word and use discernment. And that is the Holy Spirit. What does an ox do? Someone's asking me what the ox represents. Ox represents a form of strength. It also represents dominion. It represents many things that I cannot explain or tell you at this time. The Bible says we know in part and we see in part. Okay. You have to have all four. You can have more. You can have the lion. You can. You have to have all four. You know how you have all four and even more? Through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will strengthen you. The Holy Spirit will empower you. The Holy Spirit will give you authority. The Holy Spirit will give you dominion. When you're going to enable that you take authority, the Spirit of the Holy Spirit will displace the demonic spirit in that place because you exercise dominion through the Word of God. So I want to make it very clear. It's the Holy Spirit now, so I, I'm just giving you a symbology. I didn't say there is an eagle. When I say eagle anointing, it means symbology of the anointing of the Holy Spirit in wisdom. So let's get it clear now. Because I don't want to, I want to, somebody, some people are mis, misunderstanding what I'm saying. The Spirit of God is a spirit of wisdom. It's symbolic. Thank you, Sister Lola. Thank you very much. I like that. It's symbolic of the work of the Holy Spirit. Okay. The four living creatures are the creatures that God selected and they represent God's glory. They carry God's glory. Read the book of Ezekiel so you can know more. They're not the four faces of God. They have four faces. God is God is a spirit. Okay. They have eyes all over their wings. They're called the eyes of God, but they're connected to God's spirit. They cannot operate without God's Spirit. So if you're going to have the Holy Ghost discernment, you have to be connected to the Spirit of God through prayer, reading the Word of God, and fellowship. Yes, the Holy Spirit can instruct you in your dreams. The Bible said the Holy Spirit is a teacher, a comforter, a guide. He will bring all things to your remembrance. That is just the basics of what the Holy Spirit can do. The Holy Spirit can send you a warning. 
The Holy Spirit can stop certain things from happening to you if you are in line with God's Spirit and you understand His Spirit. So eventually, Debbie got Anna's job and Debbie left. I mean, Anna left because Anna was the witch on her job. When I was listening to that, that cartoon, one of the things that made me on the, maybe that really stood out to me was the was the signs all of a sudden have a sudden headache out of nowhere. When something is happening to you physically, rule it out spiritually first before you rule it out physically. Before you decide to take Advil and whatever it is that's out there for your pain, rule it out spiritually. That is discernment. Say the name of Jesus, I command whatever this is, I command it to leave now in the name of Jesus. If this is not a natural occurrence, or this is being induced by a spirit or demon or witch or warlock, I command in the name of Jesus that the fire of God destroy it in Jesus' name and it will happen. <laughs> but if you're all there, all running around, the demons are happy. Like, look at her. She doesn't even know she's being attacked by one of our agents. You're taking pills. You're acting all carnal. How are you going to be able to win the battle? You win the battle by discernment. God gave King, King David an, an instruction. Do not number the Israelites. I love God so much. Do you know King David is, is the, one of the greatest kings of all time here on earth? Because there is no king like King David that God blessed with an angelic hosts amongst the army of the Israelites. The Bible says that God blessed King David with a host, like the host of God in heaven. When I read that, that's not saying it's, it's not, it's not carbon, it's not a photocopy. If God blesses a man with a warring host, like his host in heaven, don't you think for a moment that there's a likelihood, a possibility by Holy Ghost discernment, that God literally sent angels and could have sent angels of his host in heaven to be amongst the host of the Israelites and appear as men to fight for King David. Do you have the discernment to know that there's a very good chance that King David was not fighting against human entities alone? That the enemies of the Israelites, some of them were actually fallen angels and under demonic control and possession or demons in human disguise. I see that Ephesians 3, 6 verse 12 says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness and forces in high places. Why? Do you have the discernment to understand? Some of you read that scripture, you don't have the discernment. Some of your police officers and sheriffs are principalities. I've seen so much. I'm going to have to write a book. I know I will about me. I'm going to write a book that will make it very practical how we need to take authority. God has already began to give me many, many things. that I. Every time I want to write it, the devil tries to attack me. He tries to stop me. My discernment is to keep praying, keep persevering, and keep accumulating more knowledge, more wisdom, more understanding. Sometimes there's a set time for everything. You know, some of us are discrediting the book of Enoch. 
some of your pastors are discrediting it, telling you it's a false book and whatever. Do you know one day, a uh, few days ago, I already knew it was a valid book, but I'm, I'm, I want to point you to scripture. In the book of Jude, it talks about the book of Enoch. It says in the prophecy of Enoch. How in the world would Enoch not write down his experiences as a prophet? How would in the world would Jude be able to find out about the prophecy of Enoch and what Enoch did? Was it hearsay? Maybe for those who are in the carnal, but it was not hearsay. Jude had a copy. Whoever wrote Jude had a copy or access to the book of Enoch. Do you know if you go to your Bible app right now and type in just the word books of and look through every result that comes up, the names of the books that were removed from the Bible are mentioned there. There is a book that is missing, I mean, it's not missing, that was stripped away by the Vatican and by the devil. It's called the books of the wars of the Lord God Almighty. This is an account of God warring here on earth. There is a book of the kings. There is a book of the chronicles of the kings. There is a book of the Acts of Solomon. Why is it that we only have songs of Solomon? Where is the Acts of Solomon? So do you have the discernment to understand that we need to seek greater knowledge, greater wisdom, greater understanding. I'm going to stop here because of time. It's 7.03 a.m. in the morning. I believe I've exhausted everything that God wants me to share tonight about discernment. A scripture we use for this scripture, for this teaching tonight is 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. I also read to you the book of Acts chapter 16, if I believe, about the soothsaying woman. Let's finish that scripture. Acts 16, 16 says that it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us. The spirit of divination is operating in the churches today big time. Big time. I don't care. Some people are prophesying, but the spirit behind them is not. If you're in the spirit, you have discernment, you know what spirit is prophesying through them. It is very possible for you to be a man or woman of God and have the Spirit of God and prophesy Holy Ghost fire and still be possessed by a spirit or be influenced by sin because you're still living in this flesh if you willfully give in to it. Which brought her masters much gain by saying The same followed Paul on us, Christ, and these men are servants of the Most High God, which you unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. This is a, fee, a male demon hosting a female body. That means that the spirit of divination is a, takes on a male form. And when her masters, that means the people who are using her, saw that the hope so they were not only using her i believe they were not she was not only being used because she had divination she was also being sex trafficked because those are the ways and channels that these spirits can operate either whether she inherited it or she was being uh 
uh, uh, possessed by it because they, she had encounters with people who were behind this. And when her master saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas. They caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men bring, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city, do exceedingly trouble our city, and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. When you exercise discipline of the Holy Spirit, you'll be rejected. You'll be lambasted. You'll be arrested. You'll be blackmailed. You'll be blackballed. Because when you speak with the tongue of discernment, people will not understand you because the average human being speaks and lives and operates below the level of spiritual wisdom. And the multitude rose up together against them and magistrates ran off their clothes and commanded to beat them. When they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the sailor to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet stuck, excuse me, made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises to God. Some of us will not sing praises to God. Paul and Silas decided to sing praises to God while in prison. They had the discernment that God would deliver them. The same God that brought them to de deliver that woman, cast that demon out of that woman, that young damsel, were praying in the spirit of divination. Let's go back to that verse uh, um, 16. Now let's go to verse 17. Look at the statement of the, of the lady that had the spirit of divination. He said, these, The same followed Paul and, and us and Christ, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God. We show unto us the way of salvation. God does not want demons to give us the gospel. God does not need demons to validate the gospel. God does not want humans to hear from demons about the gospel because whatever they give is, is not true. They're speaking truth, but they're not speaking from a fountain of truth. This woman here is telling the truth that they are servants of God. But look at this scenario here. If Paul permitted this, everybody would begin to follow this young woman with the spirit of divination. And because they begin to follow her, they'll be possessed or begin to seek for divination. There is a distinction through discernment that helps you to align with the Spirit of God and brings separation between what is light and darkness, between what is truth and what is a lie. He's the servants of the Most High, wish you unto us the way of salvation. So she identifies them as men of God because she's using familiar spirits. And she's also exposed or you know, talking about their assignments. And she kept doing this repeatedly. So Paul begins to challenge the Spirit. So Paul and I, they cried to... Uh, they began to sing. And if you read further, uh, in verse 25, it said that Paul, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. Look at the timeline that Paul and Silas decided to pray and sing at midnight. And the prisoners heard them. They prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prisoner, waking out of his sleep and seeing the prisoner's doors open, he drew out the sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had, had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling, fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house. The discernment there is that God allowed Paul to challenge the unclean spirit of divination. Paul, God allowed them to be imprisoned. While they were in prison, God permits them to face the uh, 
stigma of being in prison. While they're in prison, they are giving glory to God. And they're praying at midnight. Jesus prayed at midnight. Jesus prayed many hours of the night. Third hour of the night, sixth hour of the night, ninth hour, twelfth hour. Jesus prayed. And God permits the earthquake to come because God sent an earthquake to bring deliverance. And that deliverance brought salvation to the prisoners and the prison guard. That is discernment. But we don't have discernment. God, why am I here? Why is this happening? Oh, God. Blah, 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 blah. No discernment in your prayer. No discernment, no wisdom, understanding, knowledge that leads to discernment in how you are praying. And they speak unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes and was baptized. He and all his straight away. And when he had brought them into his house, okay, he sat meet before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his heart. No, so this man not only received Christ, he was also baptized. <laughs> If you read further through the end, you will see at the end of the day, they are out of the prison. They enter the house of Lydia. Lydia was used by God to comfort the apostles. The apostles were not married. They needed some comfort and, and, and care, which could not come from any man. The sermon here is that God can use women to bring comfort and encouragement to men of God. If you read there in verse 40 of Acts chapter 16, it says, And they went out of the prison and entered the house of Lydia. And when they had seen the brethren, they comforted them and departed. If you read further in other scriptures, you see there that Lydia took them in, took the apostles in, constrained them, constrained them to come to the house of God. She was a wonderful woman. She was a wealthy woman. Okay. I'm very sure the religious people who don't have discernment were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why is Paul and Silas going to Lydia's house? Isn't she married? Oh, uh, we know what's going to happen at night. Oh, uh, you know, they're going to get busy. No. Paul and Silas also went to Lydia's house because they had the Holy Spirit. And discernment there was they were to go there to get rest. The heart that you have determines the amount or measure of the discernment of the Holy Spirit. There was a message God gave me many years ago. It's called the measure of Jesus Christ. Yes, she had the ministry of hospitality and helps. She was a woman. They call it a woman of purple. Lydia. Discernment. When Jesus saw the man that was Possessed with legions of demons. What did Jesus say? Did, was, did the discernment there was that he didn't need to allow demons to give confirmation or affirmation or declaration about him. So what did he do? He rebuked the demons and silenced them. They asked him, can they go into the pigs? He gave them permission. They went. He was talking about over a million demons. 
If you go to the book of Acts chapter 16 verse 14, Lydia is mentioned there. For those of you who don't know Lydia, that's why you need to spend more time in the Word of God. Understand that women play an integral role in the house of God. Some women do not allow anybody to come to their house. There are some people that will come to your house that are God-ordained because you'll be a covering for them to heal. Some of you are married women and God, will, God may give you the ministry of helps so that you can help young women who have never had a mother figure or father figure. And it will be divinely appointed. There's a difference between something that's divinely appointed and something that's just appointed by uh, uh, fleshly means or uh, abilities. He says, And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Tyatira. That is the same city that Jesus proclaimed judgment in the book of Revelation chapter 2, verse 20 that we read. That's where also the spirit of Jezebel came from. Or manifested, excuse me. The spirit of Jezebel comes from Jezebel herself. She was a Zidonian, those are the heathen nations. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Tyre, Tyre, which worshipped God, heard us whose heart the Lord opened, that she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. And when she was baptized, God opened her heart. She was a worshipper of God. She desired righteousness. She discerned that Paul and Silas were different kind of men. She was baptized. Not only she was he baptized, she called everybody in the house to be baptized and saved. And when she was baptized in the house, she besought us saying, If ye have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and abide there. And she constrained us. Holy Ghost constraint. God was using using um, the Lydia to constrain them so that they would not, maybe there was something that God didn't want to happen, that could have happened. So, there are a lot of prophets and prophetesses online and everywhere you go. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you discernment of spirits. We read it, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. He said, to another, the working of miracles, to another, the prophecy. Uh, let's go to verse 8 again. He said, verse 7, said, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. For to one is given by the Spirit of wisdom, to another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another, faith by the same Spirit, to another, the gift of healing by the same Spirit, to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, discerning of spirits, to another, diverse kinds of tongues, to another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these work at the one and the self same Spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. There is no gift of the Spirit that is supreme to the other. They are all given by the Spirit of God. Maybe once in a while, God will decide that the Spirit of prophecy should manifest strongly in one season. But that does not mean that that Spirit of prophecy is greater than any of the other ones. Because God is a balanced God. It says it the same Spirit. So I wonder what kind of Spirit people are prophesying with. They say they are prophesying and things are happening, but they are discredited in the rapture. They're prophesying for money. I told you about this some 16-year-old or whatever year old. His dad is a prophetess. I won't mention his name. He's here, very popular here in London. And he's, 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 he's there standing there because he... I, I, and and, and he's, he's just acting out of character. 
accidental character. Can I prophesy? I'm gonna prophesy. Is that how Elijah prophesied? No. You're prophesying with pride, arrogance. Are you even prophesying? What, how are you accessing what you're accessing? Is it truly from God? If it's truly from God, then you need to act with respect for God. And place a curse on anybody to try to expose or talk about them. Some of you attend T.D. Jakes Church. I'm not against T.D. Jakes. But I'm against the spirit and the kind of setup that is happening or has happened. And one of the things I want to bring to light is this. A few days ago, I think maybe a few days ago or earlier, I had seen, excuse me, I had seen a video of Geno Jennings. I don't endorse Geno Jennings or any pastors, but if someone speaks truth, I will speak the truth. I will acknowledge the truth, endorse the truth. Only the truth. Same way God will look on you and forgive you if you if when you commit a sin he looks at your heart but he, he he separates the sin from you when you decide to separate your sin from your from yourself and there you know genesis given it he showed a letter or said a letter that was sent by td jakes telling him to recant his exposure or challenge of td td jakes stance against the lgbt community i mean td jakes stand for the LGBT community. And he says there, if you don't stop this, I'm going to take you off the air. I have authority. I have connections. I'm going to remove you off. We're going to complain to the FCC and complain and take you off air. The discernment there is, if TDJ is truly of God, why would he need to send that letter? Why would he not allow God to fight for him? The discernment and wisdom there is that why is he asking this man, Gino Jennings, to recant or apologize for calling out or rebuking him? I make it very clear again, I don't endorse Gino Jennings or any pastors. I only endorse the truth. So that way I absolve myself of any kind of unnecessary uh, attacks or hatred or, or whatever it is. I need to protect myself, endorse the truth. When Jesus' disciples saw other disciples casting out demons, disciples were like, why did, if they're not, Jesus said, if they are truly of him, their work will stand. If it's not of him, their work will fail. They said the same thing about Jesus Christ. The disciples, some of the people there, and they said, no, 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 if this man is truly of God, his work will stand. If it be of a devil, if he's casting out devils by bells above, then we will truly see it. By their fruit, we shall know them. That is discernment. And that should send a message to a lot of people. But some people say, no, 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 it's just theatrics. No, it's not theatrics. And it shows that the connection that this man has is deeper than the spirit. It's not of the spirit only. It's, 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 it's physical. This is where you have the organized Christianity and the Freemasonic. They're the ones behind the organized Christianity movement in the house of God. They're so connected that if you touch one of them, you touch all and then they come after you. Because we lack discernment in the house of God, it's very easy for people to be deceived. I pray for T.D. Jakes. I pray for Gino Jennings. I pray for anybody else that needs to pray for. That's my... 
that's i'm not saying this i'm just giving us an example in the area of the aspect of discernment when a so-called man by the name of michael todd or whatever his name is decides to recreate what god jesus did in the bible for the sake of getting attention when jesus spat in the ground and made clear he spat in someone's eyes and then he goes on on his his church and does allows people to dance and twerk on the altar and play secular music saying claiming that Jesus was quote unquote a hustler where is the discernment in the body of Christ to realize that this gospel is another gospel this gospel is not lining up with the gospel in the scripture this gospel is being is a gospel that seeks attention. This gospel is not the gospel that brings salvation or repentance. Is it music and theatrics that bring salvation? Is it the power of the Holy Spirit? Is it ideologies that bring the power of the Holy Spirit? Or is it the wisdom of God, the understanding of God, the knowledge of God? Some of you sit under these people's people's ministries, you listen to their movies, you listen to their shows. The people in that church are, 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 should have discernment. Some of people are walking away from the church and some people are flowing into the church. The devil is setting up the churches that will identify with different aspects of people's selfish desires. It's been in the scripture. They will give heed to seducing spirits. You're playing rap music on stage. There's a pastor that recently played rap music or trap music, whatever music on, on, on the stage. William Murphy. And I said to myself, okay, what is this about? One night God told me, get on your knees and bind the spirit inside of him. Cast it out. That is discernment. He realized that this man was preaching the gospel before. Now he's doing something else. Something is wrong. The discernment is that you pray. So my brothers and sisters, it's time for us to end right now. Ask God to give you discernment in your vision, in your hearing, in your speech, in your prayer, in your walk with God. Discernment is necessary. <laughs> The Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask. If any man lack knowledge, let him ask. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for tonight. I bless your holy name. Your word says, if we ask anything in your name, according to your will, it shall be done. I pray that you restore Holy Ghost discernment to all the women here and the men who are here tonight and your people and your church. In the name of Jesus, if there's anything we've done that doesn't give you glory, I pray you forgive us and wash us clean by your blood. In the name of Jesus. But I pray you convict those who are being used by the enemy to deceive your people and lead your people astray. Have mercy, Lord. In the name of Jesus. I ask, O God, for a fresh touch of your spirit, your power, and your anointing upon me and everyone here tonight. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, this is the end of this life. The Lord has met us wonderfully tonight.
I pray that anybody that needs prayers, the Lord will answer your prayers. My sister, she said, uh, uh, prayer for financial help, receive it now. Healing in your body and soul, receive it now. In the name of Jesus. Most of these ministers are Freemasons. They're in the brotherhood. Some of the, some of the women too who claim to be ministers and apostles are in the sisterhood. They're all in the house of God. And God is going to judge their unrighteous and unfruitful works in due season if they don't repent. Okay. You cannot be a pastor, a minister, a prophet, evangelist, or servant of God and take oath to a secret society. If you're doing that, you are not going to be moving in the Spirit of God because you have another spirit that is ruling through you. You can preach the Bible, read the Bible, quote the Bible, but the spirit that is operating through you will never be the Spirit of God. So, I've said all I needed to say tonight. Thank you all for following me tonight on this account. For those of you who are following this live right now, I have another, I have a main account. My main account is Joel Isaiah 2020. My backup account is Prophet Elijah 2020. And this rescue account is World Travel Joe. I've been censored on those two accounts for the next couple of days, so I'm not going to be doing lives there. So I cannot do lives there, actually. So that's why this account has been set up. But thank you all for your, all, those, all of you that were sending the likes and sharing the likes and boosting the, uh, the followership and viewership so people can get on here. The Lord bless you. Please, when you're following this live or this account, make sure you go to the bell notification on my profile page and click on all notifications all notifications okay click on all notifications for the uh videos and posts and please like share subscribe all the videos subscribe and share the videos on vimeo and on the website as well all right um if you want a prayer, you need prayer, counseling, or the word, you can message me through the website at swordofthespiritofgod.com. Swordofthespiritofgod.com. Click on the message bubble on the lower right-hand corner. Or you can message me on Instagram at joelisaiah20. If you have any questions, you can send your questions in. If you're a non-believer and you don't know anything about the Bible, you can message me as well. And I will answer your scriptures. I will answer your questions strictly based on the word of God. All right. So... I pray that God's the discernment of the Holy Spirit will be enhanced and I pray that everyone will have a stronger sense of discerning of spirits because many spirits are going to be speaking from the pulpit but they're not going to be speaking with the Spirit of God. They're going to be speaking with another spirit. So we rebuke these spirits that are speaking at the altars, Lord, that are not your spirit in Jesus' name. And show us what to do when we spot these things. Teach us through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. You need discernment when it comes to relationship. You need discernment when it comes to your family. You need discernment when it comes to many things, all things. Holy Spirit-led discernment. God bless you all and thank you. Shalom. God bless you. This live will be available for you to re-listen to and share with your friends on Apple Podcasts at Joel Isaiah 2022. SoundCloud at Joel Isaiah 2022 and Spotify at Joel Isaiah 2022. If you want me to send you the video link for the uh, 
the cartoon I talked about on, on YouTube, you could message me on, on TikTok or on Instagram at JoelIsaiah20, or you can message me through the website and I will send you the link. You can watch it. I believe whoever created that, the Lord touched them to have that set up because it teaches you practical things. Um, I don't endorse, I'm not, I make it very clear, I do not endorse whoever made the video, but the things that are shared there, the truth that is shared there is, is a tool to be used. All right. The Lord bless you again and thank you till we meet again. Shalom. God bless you.